Shields up, Ironbreakers. Hopefully you're all doing good. I'm coming in with another episode of Conscast. I'm here with Fighting Cowboy. Today we're going to be talking about 2023 in gaming and uh, a couple of other topics we haven't spoken in a while. How have you been doing, Fighting Cowboy? I've been good. I thought you were been busy cheating on me with other podcast guests. What do you mean? I was talking to Tragic. What, what is that supposed to mean? It's, it's been months, Rui. need <laughs> To support these kids by myself. It's it's like there's been actually I don't even know how many podcasts it was since I last spoke to you, but I think it might have been like two podcasts. I haven't done a whole lot of them. I've been slacking. <laughs> like ever since we we got over um Lords of the Fallen, I don't think I have I've really done much work in terms of your content. winter hibernation started early. Yeah, just... my, my winter hibernation. It's just like it's it's been too long of a year for me, dude. So I was all that all that English is catching up to your heart. <laughs> it is, dude. Like, oh, I'm about to have a friggin' heart attack. No, but it 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 is very tiresome, dude. I've told you, I've told you about the English know, thing, and, and it makes my chest hurt. And you know, <laughs> it's the funniest just hearing it. One of these days, that I'm gonna be recording a video, and I'm gonna die, and you're not gonna think it's so funny then, will you? <laughs> Like, holy shit. As, as, he's, <laughs> as he's laughing. <laughs> English is brutal, apparently. <laughs> it's a really metal language. So We do have a lot of like confusing things in English, to be fair. No, I'll no like, let listen, it's not even about it being confusing. I will tell you right now, I speak four languages, give or take Portuguese, Spanish, French. French is like my worst one, and English. And out of those four languages, English is by far the easiest one, and it's not even close to any of the other ones. It is yes, so I think easy. That, well, the thing with English, though, is we have, we have a lot of confusing slang. Like, yes. Like, I, I, for example, you'd be like, oh, that's shit. That means that's, that's bad. That's yeah. the, the shit. shit. That means it's good. <laughs> like, it's like, wait, what? Like, a, a you lot, said the same thing. <laughs> it's not the same thing. It's very different when you add the, yeah. the in front of it. Yeah, for sure. But um, we were talking ahead of the podcast about this recent controversy that's been happening over on Twitter. It's the was the the developer of a video game. I think it was called Spirity or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's like um, Harvest Moon meets Miyazaki, Spirited Away or something. Yeah. And so this person was, I haven't re even followed that too closely because I'm just like, whatever, I, I don't care that much. But apparently it's something about how he was upset that his game didn't get as much coverage on YouTube because he didn't pay for it or whatever it was. Something along those lines. And apparently there's been like tremendous amounts of discussion about the morality and the ethics of people receiving keys. And you were telling me about this discussion you're having on stream yesterday. So tell me more. So, so the, and, and I think the thing is, I, I've read over that tweet and he seems to blur the lines between like, cause there's, there's basically three, three categories I would bump. There's review keys where, you know, the idea is, Hey, let's say a game launches on December 1st, you're going to receive a key probably around about now, maybe a little bit earlier, maybe a little bit later. They're like, hey, no, here's if, if your it's, review key. If for... it's a review key, you would ideally want it at least like two weeks in advance. Well, okay. at least, we're, at least. But that's we're, we're not that's all not machines like you. We're not all machines like you. <laughs> we can't a just week, like... a, a week is usually what ends up happening. If you're yeah. if if it's and, if and it's a, a dev that games, has their shit yeah. together, two weeks. Yeah. But and that's hey, this is your key. 
Like, this listen, is the date you can start uploading stuff December 1st. And that's it. You get the I'll, key. You're I'll, given I'll a tell date you, you something, can upload. Though. I'll tell you something, though. There was a time where with Nintendo Portugal, I had the equivalent of media access. I used to get stuff sometimes two months in advance. See, that's that, a long time in advance. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's like before games have gone gold and everything. Yeah, no, no, dude. You, you could get stuff really early. Nowadays, Nintendo's like, because of all of the leaks and stuff, Nintendo just like yep. completely closed off. You get it day of. Not even like midnight day before. It's like, no, you get it day of. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but so that's, that's bucket one. Bucket one is review keys. They typically yeah. come early. And then you have what I would call content creator keys. Those are typically like at launch, maybe the day before. Hey, here's a key for our game. Yeah. Please check it out. Hope you have fun. The, the expectation with the review key is usually you're going to do a review. You are a media outlet. The plan is for you to play the game, upload some form of coverage, detailing your experience with it, your truthful experience with it. Yeah. Um, with the content creator key, sometimes it's like, hey, we're, we're giving you this. You're, you're playing it, right? Other times they just drop them into your inbox. And they're like, hey, take it, play our game, check it out. And then you have sponsor coverage, which is specific. We're going to give you a key for the game. We expect you to do a one 20 minute video and a two hour stream. We need and we'll uh, pay you two, for it. Yeah, we're going to pay you. We need two accompanying social tweets that are boosting. And that content is all flagged on Twitter. It's going to have hashtag sponsored hashtag ad on YouTube. You're clicking the little button. So viewers see the pop up that says like, um, you know, this is a paid advertisement on Twitch. You get that this is sponsored content flag, all that stuff. Anyway, this guy tweets out a thing talking about how YouTubers aren't playing his game and it's because he didn't want to pay anybody and basically put everything in the pay bucket. Yep. So then you had, you had YouTubers and content creators that are like, well, if you want guaranteed coverage of your game, like, you know, you're compensating us for our time. Like this game looks cool, but like, what's, you know, incredibly busy season right now tons and tons and tons of games coming out i mean more more backlog than anything the sheer volume of games we've seen in like the last three months has been absurd and you know if you're going into that with the expectation everybody needs to look at my game you better have some some advertising money because that's what it is you know you're you're Very much paying so. to get coverage otherwise i mean you could feel free to distribute you know a thousand keys and hope people are like oh yeah this looks cool i'll check it out like i'll, I'll frequently do because i'll have like I'll wait until I have like three or four indie keys built up. And you'll do and like a, an them. indie stream, yeah. Yeah, I'll do a showcase. I'll, I'll look at each game for about 30 minutes if I'm vibing with it more, if I'm not less. And it's just a, let's check this out. You know, does it, is it something that vibes with me or not? But if you're going to send a key and you're like, I want coverage. I want you to put this on your channel. I want to tap into your audience to sell this. And you're like, you yeah, I need you to do a stream. The expectation is that's that's paid coverage because you're you're you know basically securing because the question is to me like well, well what's you know I have I have tons of different games on deck uh, I'm playing a co-op run of Lords of the Fallen right now I just wrapped up Remnant two I want to play some Inkbound so why should I play your indie game over all these other games that I'm already enjoying well if I'm being paid to play it and it's not yeah, and here's the thing I'll you're saying you're saying indie game because this specific developer in this case was an indie game. But I can give you an example of a AAA game that would that would have been in the exact same situation and probably suffered from the exact same problems this year, which was uh, 
that EA magical shooter something. Uh, Mortals of, of Avium. Immortals yeah. of Avium. They probably had the exact same problem where they didn't see enough coverage from content creators because they released it in the middle of a really stacked month. Because, yeah. like, for instance, I wanted to check it out. EA even reached out to me like, hey, we can send you, like, early codes and whatnot. And so I'm like, bro, I, I can't. Like, there's too much happening. Yeah, you're, you're to go right check in out the middle this of Baldur's Gate like, and Armor Core, like, well, like, what do you want? What do you want me to do? I'm not going to, I'm gonna, not going to do it. So it's like, in those situations, if they really want to guarantee, you know, that they get access to someone's audience, they need to pay because they're releasing in the middle of something that's really busy. We're all busy covering different stuff and it is what it is. But well, and sometimes you get like I, I had a good example. I got I got a, a sponsored Starfield episode. Like I had plans yeah. to check out Starfield regardless because I was like, you know, it, it's Starfield. Yeah, I want to see does is Bethesda slowly dying here? or Do they still have some magic? And they had me record part one of the Let's Play. And I told them I was like, I'm going to stream this entire game, but if you want an episode, I can I can do a sponsored episode one. But beyond that, I'm just going to stream it on my own time. And so the, the first like, hour of my Starfield experience was recorded. That's sent to them. They review it. There was like an edit in it. Because when, when you're going through the perks, there's a... You remember, did you, you remember like the, the starting perks in Starfield? They were, they were kind of crappy. I remember that. The starting yeah, perks were yeah. not well, there was Well, there was one, and I was reading, and I was like, I was like, uh, you start with a mansion on blah, 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 planet, but you have oh, a, yeah, yeah. Wait, a, that's, a that's weekly cost of 100,000 credits. I was like, gross. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like and that? They, no, they were, like, they were like, can you please remove the gross? And I was like, <laughs> whatever, sure. <laughs> so, I, so instead, the video just has a, an awkward pause where I edited out gross and then kept going through it's the rest of a, them. That, that's such a weird thing because like let, let me let let's just say nobody actually cares nobody sees that as negative it's just pr being overly sensitive about something nobody yeah. actually cares that's such a or could you could you please just remove the part where you said gross like why yeah no one cares it's an hour-long video no one's gonna catch this but so that's and that's were you, that's allow, the were you allowed concept. to swear at least or was that oh like yeah a, no i mean every, every everything else was fine i did i was running around like teabagging npcs and swearing <laughs> and shooting stuff <laughs> But calling the perk gross—that was too far. But that's the thing. They, you know, it, it was—they're they're paying for that. They're like, please, stuff, yeah. please don't, please don't say it's gross. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll remove the okay, gross. Fine. And and that's the expectation with paid content is yeah. you're you know you're not going to actively disparage the game. Like if I'm being paid, I'm not going to be like, yeah, this game is shit. This is, look at this shit. Look at this yeah. playing this garbage. The like, thing the, is, like, why not, why are we paying you? To you're not going to do product? you're not going to do that on the sponsored video, but you can do that in the following videos because they're not sponsored anymore. It's just yeah. that simple. Well, and it's the other thing goes. too is if it's typically like if I'm if I'm going to take a paid gig for something, it has to be something that I already have plans on playing, or I'm more than likely going to enjoy, or it's a fat fucking payday. Yeah. Like I did, I did two raid streams. I think it was like last. God, summer. I hate you, and dude. Jesus dude, they, Christ, they, I don't. They were I dropping. Do they were dropping a five figure bag. I know, I know. I know the way that they work, dude. I've, I've and so the said, whole stream, I was like, the whole stream, I was like, we're playing raid today. This is a thing. There's a, <laughs> there's a sign up link. You can click that if you want. God damn. Don't dude. let your kids near this. And like that, that, people were like, the whole stream, people were like, well, do, do you recommend it? I'm like. I recommend you watch the footage and decide for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I hit my hour, I was like, and we are now done with raid time. And then oh, they came back the next month God, and they were like, dude, we yeah. want you to do it again. I was like, same pay rate. They're like, we'll do it. I was like, let's oh, go. Oh <laughs> my God, dude. It's, it's cause like, I, I've t see, I've told people and I think that people sometimes don't believe me, but I was like, listen, 
if I was to take up Raid Shadow Legends on the money that I've been offered for them, and the amount of times I've been offered said money, I could have bought a house by now. I never did. Yeah, they they <clears throat> they pay well. They, they do. Pay, they pay insane. And I think the thing too is like, especially on your audience, like my audience knows I'm not going to play fucking raid. Yeah. But I can play it for an hour, and I, not I, actively. I, I can't I'll, I'll play that. it for an hour for that bag, and people are like, I'll need well, to be- "What do you think about it?" I'm like, "I think it's a game." <laughs> Just I don't even very, think it's a game. <laughs> very, very mediocre, kind of middling the line statements. But like, get, getting I am back fulfilling to the, my contract obligations, yeah. sir. Please pay me now. But like, getting back to to the whole thing. So there's like there's sponsored content, there's review content, and whatnot. There's all of this stuff. the The thing that annoys me is the way that a lot of people they'll come in, which I'm assuming is the the discussion you got into last night. They'll come in and they'll go like, well. If you've gotten a key for a game, then you've already gotten paid. And I was like, how, how, what do you mean? Well, you got the key. And I was like, well, I hope you take that exact same energy to IGN, to GameSpot, to literally every fucking publication under the sun. Because they don't. Because somehow IGN and all of these, they're impartial. But content creators, when we get a key, we're biased. I was like, bro, get the fuck out of here with that I, I like the argument. They're, they're like, well, you, you've been paid. It's sponsored. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to call my mortgage company and be like, yeah, listen, I'm not making my mortgage payment this month, but I got a key for that game early. So you, know, <laughs> you, can just, you can check out my Super Mario content. I think we're square for the month. Like, that shit ain't going to fly. <laughs> no, but it's, it, it is something that I find very hypocritical that it's people just don't understand the way that you know, the whole system works because like IGN and all of these publications, they receive games. And then there's this, there's this thing that apparently has happened to some people where they say that they've been blacklisted because they've talked poorly about a video game. Have you ever had a publisher not send you games because you've given a negative review of their video games? Bro, I have given a negative review of almost every Bloober Team game I've played and they keep every sending what? me stuff. Bloober Team? I don't know. Like... They they make like weird horror games. Like what was the okay. last one? Uh, ah, it's let me let me look up some of the stuff they did. But it's like like, like for la- instance, la- layers of fear. Layers of fear was blue. In my team. case, I took a dump all over Battlefront two. Uh, I've criticized. I don't know. There's like a ton of EA games that oh, I've me- criticized. Did you play? In the past. Did you play Medium? No. I got like two hours into it and was like, I can't do this. But every time there's a new horror game, Blue Team is like, Cowboy, yeah. thank you for your coverage, and they said so. It doesn't. It doesn't matter that I'm like this isn't my for, thing. For, I don't enjoy it. I, I like. Because I believe, it's, well, it's, and it's the co- it's the coverage. The thing yeah. is, like, so let let if you if you play a game, if two people buy the game because they saw it on your channel, they already have. Uh, I mean, even if one person buys it, yeah, because the cost the cost isn't actually seventy dollars for them for that key. It's That's, way less you know, the markup. Yeah. So if you even sell one copy, you're already generating more value than what that key was worth. Yeah. And, and, and the thing, the thing is, I do believe that some people have probably gotten, uh, blacklisted because sometimes you have some people in front of PR that are just dumb. Like some local people that are like, oh, this guy badmouthed my game. Fuck him. I've personally, I've criticized games. I've never really like been held back by anything and I haven't been blacklisted by anyone yet. I think yet. blacklisting the, the majority of blacklists I'm aware of are because of repeated embargo breaks or endless. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's like you signed the thing, you said you weren't going to share info, you kept sharing info, you were no longer receiving early access. 
And then usually they're like, they blacklisted me because no, they blacklisted you because you can't follow the damn rules. The yeah, simple. That, you were given this with I, the expectation you were going to keep. And the thing, shut. and the thing is, usually what happens in those situations as well is a lot of PR people they talk to each other. So it's like if you're blacklisted by one person because you broke an embargo, chances are there's going to be a lot more people that are going to be aware that you did that shit. It's that yeah. simple. But. <clears throat> Yeah, just to, to to wrap up the whole the whole subject, that it's just a situation where, look, content creators get sent keys. If you believe that a content creator is basically going to shill a game simply because they receive the key, you shouldn't even watch that content creator because you clearly don't trust them. It's just that simple. Just don't watch them. If you think that, I just think it's <clears> that's <throat> funny. People yeah. think so, a seventy like seventy dollars. Yes, that seventy dollars. Yes, the, <coughs> I had somebody in chat. They like donated seventy dollars, and I was like, "Well, that's it, chat. This stream is now sponsored <laughs> by. This is now the Urez stream. He's sponsored it. All hail Urez, the best viewer. The rest of you suck. He's the best." <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's something like really ridiculous. Another. Another thing that I that I want to ask you about this this is just something that I've noticed. I mean, it's not a recent thing. It's just something that I've noticed over the months, and you know, sometimes you get the occasional comment on it. And because I mention it on streams and stuff, like, have you seen how many videos we've had this year that people make specifically going like, "Modern gaming is terrible. Modern gaming has gone downhill. It is it's so me, bad. Modern games can... are completely atrocious." <clears throat> I'm going to see if I can find the Reddit post. There oh, was, no. this was like copy pasta worthy. I was in bed. Where is it at? It was, it was so, oh, here we go. Um, honestly, I don't even know what games are out right now. I don't count them as games. How can I? Games are meant to be fun, but the current slop out of the market. Nah, that's not fun. It's just trash made to entertain children. I'm a grown man. What I need is games for grown men. Games with, a, <laughs> games with a serious tone that don't have anything political. Games for adults that let us escape the realities of the modern world. Kids don't need to escape it. Grown men with the weight of the world on our shoulders do. Oh, no. it's, it's time we deliver an ultimatum to gaming companies. They'll have to choose between making silly games for little kids or making games for serious gaming men. <laughs> I guess I guess the women don't get to play. <laughs> my my favorite thing is games with serious tone that don't have anything political and in the background is like Witcher 3, Fallout 3, BioShock, <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> like, ah, BioShock, the famously non-political game. Yes. Definitely no <laughs> political themes there. Oh, ah, The Witcher God. 3, of course. I don't remember anything related to politics in The Witcher 3. Oh, my God, dude. No, but it's, it's like the reason I bring it up is because it's a sentiment that I feel like a lot of people constantly talk about. And to me, it's more like I think the people that talk about this, they definitely feel that way. But I think that they're basically the people that just play their Call of Duties and their FIFAs and yeah, their Maddens no, or whatever, no, the, the and that's it. Variety gamers are eating so good this year. It's exactly. They, they want to play, like, two games, and then they're upset. It's See, that's the thing. Like, I, I've even said that if this year there haven't been at least, like, three games that you've really enjoyed, I'm just asking for three. If there haven't been three games that you've really enjoyed this year, 
I don't think you just I just don't think you like gaming anymore. You just don't like games anymore. There, there yeah. were there, there were you've three grown indie out of games it. alone this year that I really enjoyed. Three indies. <laughs> so many good games this year. There's been a ton of good games this year. And speaking of that, I'm going to be bringing up uh, a couple of games to give you, just like a, a rapid fire type of thing, where these are all games that I've played this year. And if you want to bring something up in, in the middle of that, feel free to do so. I'm going to go kind of like almost by order of when I play them. Just to get like your quick opinion on it. Hi-Fi Rush, did you play that? I didn't. You didn't? No, I didn't. I didn't. I enjoyed it. It was really I, I didn't finish it on... It was hard for me to stream it. Yeah, Anything because that's a rhythm delay. game, it's, it's hard because you're so focused on the, the hitting your timers that yeah. you kind of ignore chat. It, it would have made for like a good Let's Play series, I think, but there were other games at the time I was covering for... For let's play content i i didn't so I, I didn't finish it either because i basically had to rework my whole setup to make it work because there's a slight delay on the kind of the fact that i use a capture card and that Ooh. slight delay was enough so that i couldn't hit the rhythm on time so i had That's to right. like connect my phones directly to the the pc and that made it like extremely hard to do all of the other things in recording whatnot but it was a really good game i love that game um forespoken Pretty mid. Mid? I, I, I thought the combat was really cool, but the the story was terrible. Like, the writing. Yeah. Uh, and I think the big thing is that the world's fun to explore, but there's not enough variety. Once you have your power... Like, I think one of the big problems with that game is you get... Once you get all your powers is when it, like, finally the game is really over. comes online. But the game's over. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's and kind of like, like what I heard as well. Like, I, I played a bit of it, and I was, like, I was enjoying it. But the biggest problem with Forspoken for me was just the absolute hate boner that people had for it. Like, oh, dude, there's so, you know, much, so much what, butthurt around that game. Because I was, I was streaming the game, and usually when I'm streaming, I'm absorbing a lot of energy from chat, and the energy around Forspoken was just like, why are you playing this game? This, but there was like, I don't know, 600 people watching, which for my channel, that's a lot, right? So it's like, there's 600 people watching, and they're all just 600 like- 600 people, I just hate, just hate stroking, hate like, why are you watching this? <laughs> Why are you here, bro? Yeah, dude, it's it was it was really like I feel it's like I don't think the game was amazing, but I don't think the game was nearly half as bad as people made it out to be. I think I, I scored it at like a I think a three out of five. Mm. It was before I went to the three point system, but I think I had it right around there. Yeah. It, it had it had a lot of issues that could have been fixed, but like the combat was flashy and, and really fun. Just the rest of the game kind of yeah. tripped over its own legs. So. Wild Hearts. Bro. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Feels I had bad, so I had so much fun with Wild Me Hearts. Me too! I, God, I feel that like game was so the, good. It's it's dude, like the Karakuri staff. I enjoy that more than every weapon that, in Monster Hunter. That thing was so slick and it's That was like the, their version of the charge blade almost, the fucking big ass or the, the the Wild Hearts, I think, is my biggest disappointment this year. Not because of like all oh, game bad, yeah. but because it had so, so much, much potential. potential to be an like an actual Monster Hunter competitor. Yep. But Koei kind of they pushed it out when it was unoptimized, and then they just it. I mean, the support for it now is basically dead. They've already dropped it, and it's like, dude, like there was there was so many cool concepts in that game. the The monster fighting was a ton of fun. The Kara Curry building was fun. Giant boars charging you, boom, 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 boom. Box wall smack like that shit was. It slick. was amazing. I loved it. I, I I spent so much time playing that game and experimenting with stuff. Did you get the the slow motion bug? The slow motion. 
problem. I don't think I got. I didn't get that one, dude. The slow mo. No. It was so bad. It was like, <clears throat> depending on your system, depending on where you were playing it, it could happen at different times. So like, um, Paradise and Two Six Nine told me that for them it happened right at the start. For no. me, for me, it happened when you effectively did the transition to like high rank, the kind of like you know where things just get a little bit harder and whatnot. That's when it started happening to me, and it was like sixty hours in. And basically, the slow motion thing was just your character would everything would just move in slow motion. I, I do think the it was uh, so bad. <laughs> I think that the difficulty for game for the curve, the, the, the difficulty curve for the game got a little whacked out. I think towards the end, yeah, towards the I end, feel like it was it, insane. It, it was like gradual and then it rapidly went up. And like the because DLC of, monsters uh, that came out were yeah. just ridiculous like they were, one shot, two shot territory. They were really that they abused those uh, really hard, and I was like, I made builds specifically to go after them, and I even swapped because I was using the um, the umbrella weapon. It was really fun. The parry weapon, Wagasa, dude, Wagasa was, was so much fun. Fun as hell. Parry and just boom, like beeline yeah. at them. The the prop the problem with the parry was because I had the slow motion problem. Whenever you would oh, get the slow motion, I couldn't, I couldn't parry anymore. The so I was high five like, rush mm. all over again with your bad timings. Yeah, but so I swapped yeah. to the hammer. And then the hammer had another problem. Did you play the hammer? Yeah, I played all the weapons. So you know that move that the hammer has with that uh, karakuri that shoots out the, the little dart thing and zooms you towards yeah. the, the mob? You get a special move with the hammer whenever you do that. You know what I'm talking about? Because like it would do I don't this know if I remember <clears throat> that specific move, but yeah, I know, I know what you're talking about. The, so, there's the spike a, trap. so there's a move that when you would do that, your character would actually just like swing the hammer back and it did like this arc thing. And that move was almost the same damage as like your fully charged after three attacks big hammer bomb. So you're just spamming, spamming spike trap shots. Over yeah, there. exactly. Because, you know, it's those, it's those mobs that gave you no timing whatsoever, though, those late yeah. game mobs, right? So the problem with it was that thing was random as fuck. So every now and then you would do it and your character would grab onto the monster for no reason. Every now and then you would do it and your character would do a normal jump instead of the special jump that allows you to do the attack. And then every now and then your character would do it normally. And I got so raged out at the fact that that thing was so fucking inconsistent that I, I rage that, quit in the middle of the stream and installed the game. I think one of the coolest things for that game for me was the, the claw blade being able to latch on and then literally you're, you just became attack on Titan. Yeah. yeah, It's attack on Titan. That was, that was so sick. I was like, this is uh, but it's, like, dude, I don't know. So, so for there instance, was so so much about that game that was like, this is a good idea. It was like Monster Hunter. The fans fact that you like could, the fact that you could build it. camp, you could build a camp anywhere, wherever you, wherever you wanted. Yeah. I love that. Awesome. That was so good. It was because yeah, leaving traversal elements throughout the world. Awesome. Yeah, so that you could your, have your, your lines, own traversal, all of that. You you would basically build your own base of operations. Again, these are all amazing ideas. Yeah. This, like this I had all of, of the maps I on. I want for a Monster Hunter Six. Yeah. I want that type of of world building where I'm I'm making camps. I'm creating traversal options. Yeah. It really sucks that they kind of they released it in the state that it did because people they just abandoned it. They just straight up abandoned yeah. it. Most people just like. By the time that I was doing the end game monsters, nobody even cared. Yeah. These people just they just didn't care. And then I was like, and on top of it, it's oh, so these these late game monsters want pitch precision reflexes from me, but your fucking karakuri doesn't work with pitch precision because it does random bullshit every now and then. It's like fuck this. Yeah, it needed honestly, I think good. with like another three months of cook time. 
that would have I think that would have actually yeah. it would have actually released as like a proper world competitor. It would have been amazing. It would have definitely been amazing, but it ended up just being frustrating. Well, long. I never played. I ended up not playing DLC. They never send me codes for the DLC, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm still going through the DLC, going through the next one, uh, the one that comes out in December. I liked Wolong, but I didn't like it as much as Neo. Okay. I still think a Neo Neo Two is still like the pinnacle for me. But I I enjoyed Wolong. It just doesn't. I don't know. Like it's not a bad game. There's nothing inherently wrong with it. I thought, but it's, Wo it's Long, missing the vibe that Neo has. Wo Long to me might have been one of the best uh, of that uh, Three Kingdoms uh, mythology. One of the best of oh, those sure. that I've played. Yeah, I was like, yeah, this one's the... really good. I like this. It was cool. I like the the guy that you thought was uh, clumsy. I remember that the drunkard. I was like, yeah, this guy's cool. Oh, guy was cool, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some fun stuff you can do yeah. with Wo Long. I I enjoyed that one. Um, Jedi Survivor. Um, terrible launch date, but good game overall. Another another victim another, of this another, game yeah. was not optimized for launch, and it's going to run like shit. Yep, pretty much. Tears of the Kingdom. Did you even finish it? No. God damn it, cowboy! How oh. dare you? It's just it's too it's too aimless for me. Listen, I, I need just, like I'm I'm also I'm very ADHD. I know, and I need. <laughs> I need a little bit of direction. I know people are going to say, well, Souls games are aimless, but Souls games, I always have, I have a constant, here's a boss. Here's, here's Souls a dungeon. Games, here's a Souls boss. games here's a are not aimless, like not in the same way that, because Tears of the Kingdom, the, the world is huge and you can just like, oh, I, I don't know where to go. Uh, even in Elden yeah, Ring, just, you, you always know where to go. In Elden Ring, you always know where you're supposed to be yeah. going. It's just and, like, and, in Tears of the Kingdom, it's, there's a lot. Yeah, I get it. But like, well, listen. I mean, yeah, you, like you, ha- you have marker, but it's like, the marker I mean, is way the fuck out there and you're here and there's like a million things to do between. And so I would just, I would end up just wandering and doing the temples over and over again or not the temples, the, uh, the, the dungeons. I would just keep yeah. doing dungeons. And then it hit a point where I'm like, yeah, and I then think I got burned out. Yeah. So, I think I've so done listen, a lot of these. I'm happy. Let me, let me just tell you a little story about how I killed the thing that comes before the final boss. So before the final boss is like a, almost like a horde mode type event. That you do. And so what I did. I'm fighting a bunch of bullshit. I made a tank. Like an actual tank. With like those parts that you had. And then I put five, five or six laser turrets on top of it. With the gyro that aimed automatically. Now it's like driving around. And it's like deleting everything. Yeah. It was so, so I, I satisfying, the, dude. The shit I've seen. I've seen people make like full on B-52 bombers in that game. Recently there was a yeah, clip yeah. going viral on Twitter. Someone recreated one of the Shoto Godzilla scenes. They had like a mecha Godzilla like walking okay. up out of the water onto shore and they had tanks on the shore shooting at Godzilla and then Godzilla did the laser breath and then started flamethrowing everything. I was like, that is wild. Okay, that had to have been emulated. The switch would have been able to handle that. The switch was barely yeah, able to handle my tank. Yeah. <laughs> there was yeah a- I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a cool game. It was the same with Breath of the Wild. Like Breath of the Wild took me like two years to finish because I couldn't play it for more than like, Yeah. I would play like a two hour session and then I would take like a week long break. I I lo- I love playing it. It was an absolute blast. I I just enjoy the crap out of it. But yeah, Diablo Four. Uh, Flash in the Pan. Sadly, yes. And what, they what sucks me is off. I I I I thought the campaign was actually good. I thought the campaign was you, good too. Yeah. You get to the end game and you're like, so what do I do? And they're like, dungeons. 
just these like random five bosses over and over again yeah <laughs> okay I think i'm done and the first and then the first season they messed it up uh people are saying that season two is really good but i was like nah you guys you guys took my battle pass token through a dark I've, I've heard I'm season two is good and i'm way too i'm way too busy with games right now when i get like a, a big slow which right now would be the slow time but i'm working through xenoblade chronicles 3 i decided to finally finish it damn you're gonna finish it before i do i haven't finished xenoblade 3 yet i'm i'm i started chapter six and i'm that's i'm, I'm in the home stretch that's where i've been for the last two years <laughs> <laughs> listen again, again it's it's a it's a commitment it's like I'm, a relationship. I'm like, I think I'm almost 175 hours into that game in chapter six. <laughs> Again, dude, it's, I will say in terms of like just sheer content, you could play yeah. XBC for hours and hours, like go between and getting, unlocking all the classes, uh, l- limit breaking the did classes, play, getting all your stuff up. Did to you 20. play the other ones though? Yeah. Cause like, in yeah. my opinion, three is the worst one, not a bad game. But it is the worst of the Xenoblade games. I this is I'm sure a controversial opinion. I think one is the worst one. It's got the best story, my opinion. I like the story in one, but the combat in one just yeah. The combat is very old. Yeah, the combat is very very samey. Two, I actually I like the combat in two a lot. Two, two has the best thing about two. Two, I I quit Xenoblade Chronicles two twice. I I quit it once, came back, tried to play it again quit it the second time and then someone was like listen you just got to push through you're almost to the point and i was where like the where you got like swallowed by the whale i think it was and i was yeah. like all right i'm gonna keep going and i started pushing through and i finally got to where like the combat unlocks and you can start executing your like break combos and whatnot bro and then you, start, you, and then you so get into satisfying. the fusion combos and then you start getting like good blades and you're like okay now this is good and then but it's like for, for the longest time you're just like topple yeah and you can't keep going <laughs> yeah and then you just auto attack for but like the, five minutes you know, like, but the, the thing then is then you go play torna well where they just take a dump on the combat and they just let you do combos with everything yeah, and i was I like that's terrible i didn't i, I didn't that. do torna i played torna for like an hour and i was like you took away everything that made this game good the combat the, in terms of combat yeah, yeah. for sure and on yeah. top and on top of it torna also had like the the community bits which was annoying but anyway uh final fight is 16 I enjoyed 16 a lot. 16 so good, dude. That until game until amazing. Baldur's Gate and Armored Core 16 was my my uh, game, of, game the year. of the year lead. Yeah. 16 is really good. Remnant 2. You've been playing the DLC recently. Is that I have, your mind? I have. They've they've it's patched up. It actually works on my PC now. There's no crashes, there's no stutters. My multiplayer works. It is the intended experience finally. Uh, and it was a lot of fun. We went through with a three-man squad. We did the DLC. Oh, it's of so course, good. Of we, course, we, yeah. we unlocked the new class, and then all of us were like, dots, 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 more dots, more dots. So the, just, ga- the game is so good. Look in this stuff. The last build that I did in Remnant 2 was like a, a mod swap spam build that, dude, just I've like... I've heard those are devastating. You, you swap weapons, and then it's just like mod and swap and mod and swap and mod, and it's so brutally disgusting. I didn't like, I didn't like fully optimize it, but what I was doing, I had the uh, the electric axe, yeah, and then the I had the axe. ring that applies bleed on charge attack, and then I had the mutator that applies toxic on charge attack, and then I had the fire shotgun, and I was playing ritualist. So I would go axe throw, okay. and then just start shooting him with the shotgun, and instantly all four elements were applied. Yeah, yeah. And then I would just use the, the first ritualist skill to just 
keep the duration going and spreading them. I was basically an affliction warlock. <laughs> just... Yeah, that's that's what you can you can do. That we I was playing that with my friends. It's a shame that you never did the the apocalypse playthrough because you would love the melee weapon you get from that. You get a melee it's, weapon it's called World's quite Edge. Quite stressful though. What apocalypse? Yeah. No, you want to talk about stressful? Stressful was the hardcore playthrough that I did on veteran yeah. difficulty. That was stressful. <laughs> Listen, the, the, just a quick story. Okay, we're we're doing the the hardcore run, and we know about this build that you can make, which is a healer build that basically makes everyone very close to invincible, so long as your medic keeps healing himself. It's basically a build where you get almost infinite hearts because you're constantly like healing and regening, and everybody regen. gets the regen effect. So they're constantly just healing up. And so long as you guys are tanky enough not to get one shot, you don't die at all. And that, that was like our plan for Annihilation. So we play all the way to Annihilation normally, and then we get to Annihilation, okay, let's farm out this build for one of us that's going to be the root doctor. And so I'm playing Handler, which is kind of like the last ditch. If everybody dies, the dog's going to pick me up and hopefully we get one more shot at this. That was my build. And then my other, so one of my friends was a medic. I'm playing the, the last ditch guy and my other friend is playing um, damage. He's just pure damage. Doesn't even, he's like, I'm just here to deal damage. I was like, all right. So after we do, for starters, let me tell you something. If I wasn't playing Handler, our run would have been over because at one point, all three of us died. <laughs> like there was just like this bug in Nehru, not a bug as in a glitch. There was like this insect in Nehrud that does poison and it's just like instantly gibbed both of them. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? And I'm trying to go into res them and it gibbs me too. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> all three of us are dead. Dog goes in, res me, and I book it out of there. That, that was like one of the moments where we almost lost the run right there. But anyways, so we get to so, the wait, end. So wait, 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 wait. On hardcore, as long as one person survives, you can get them back up? Yes. Okay, that's interesting. See, that makes it a lot better than just like, oh, they've died, the run is over. I think it, it yeah. actually creates a really interesting co-op dynamic. It was really fun. But so when we get to the end, because we had this elaborate plan, we're like, oh, this isn't even going to be challenging. Because previously, that's how we killed the last boss in Apocalypse is we had somebody doing that build and we just killed him like that. So we just tanked through all the mechanics and it's whatever. So we go into the boss and we do first phase, no problem, zero issues. And in the second phase, you know how he's like at the edge? Yeah. So my I'm friend for the edge. first time, for some reason, decided to see just how far he could go in that edge and he died. And he's the healer. Oh, so yeah, y'all were fucked. <laughs> Dude, it was so, that was like so stressful. I was like, what the fuck? So it's like, I'm playing with the handler and I also had the alchemist for the res powder because my whole thing is trying to make sure that we don't die. So I run up to the damage guy, put the powder on him like half a second before he died to a mechanic. <laughs> he gets back up and then I die to a mechanic. I get rezzed by the powder. And then we go into the next because he's constantly swapping. He's swapping and I'm trying to figure out what the fuck is happening. My friend is like about to heal himself. I die. That was his last heart. <laughs> no, wait. No, before that, he dies again. I have the dog resin because I'm out of hearts. So I can't, you can't res unless you have a heart. So the dog uses one of his hearts to res him. And then I die, uses the last heart to heal himself. And the boss had like, I don't know. 
20% life left. And the, the last minutes of the playthrough is just him dodging everything and finally killing it. It was so stressful, too. <laughs> we almost lost everything at the end, but we got all the rewards. It was so good. Dude, that game is brutally underrated. <clears throat> Straight up. Right, now that it's now that it's working, I, I think it's deserving of the uh, the proper review score. Yeah. Anyway, Baldur's Gate 3. Masterpiece. Beast of a game, dude. Beast of a freaking game. Did you enjoy the the House of Hope? I'm assuming like Chad House got of, you in House there. of Hope. Dude, I went into House of Hope with two different people that had access to Counterspell. Raphael didn't do shit. <laughs> he, every time he was trying to do his like his like what 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 is it? It's like a, a, a 10d6 or something. And we were just yeah. like, nope, nope, nope. You want to know nope, what stop. I did? You want to know what I did to him? I made him dance while we killed him. They did autos irresistible. Yeah, we're doing a co-op playthrough right now, and I'm, I'm playing a bard. I'm debating on going going dude, all the way up just to, to pick so up that good. spell. It is so good, dude. I friggin' love that. But yeah, Baldur's Gate 3, amazing. Armored Core 6. My game of the year. Very good. Excellent game. Hey, I haven't hey. finished New Game Plus Plus yet. I'm ashamed to admit. I haven't finished New Game Plus Plus. New Game Plus Plus pulls it all together in such a beautiful way. I know. It's. I've been doing, like, missions of New Game Plus Plus, but it's like, the problem is... I said that I would do it on stream and then I haven't had time to stream it. And it's just like so frustrating because I, I just want to go in and finish it off stream at this Cause point. Because new, new game, new game plus, you're like, okay, that's cool. There's some differences. And then new game plus plus is like, whoa, what the, what the fuck is this? What is happening? Yeah. This is new. What actually, is this? Like, oh. we're, we're going to be talking about the, the game awards uh, in, in a bit. And I actually think that Armored Core 6 got giga snuffed at the game. Oh, awards. yeah, absolutely did. 100%. One nomination. Yeah. What a joke, dude. They don't. They don't like <laughs> Japanese games. Wo Long. I don't think Wo Long's in a single category. No, it's not. It's. Not, I. I don't know. I don't know if it would have made it though. Wo Long. But that. That's I mean, something... Wo Long could have. Wo Long could have easily been in the same category as Armor Core, which we'll talk about it. But like the nominees yeah. for best action game are like very questionable outside yeah. of Armor Core. But um, continuing onward, Starfield. <sighs> it needs. It needs mods. I, I, the best way to describe Starfield is it's like going back and trying to play Skyrim vanilla. And you're like, I remember why I can't do this anymore. To me, Starfield is more like, I think the main story sucks. I think the story, I mean, it's not, it sucks. It's just, it's not good. I don't think it's particularly I had, good. I had issues I'm sure that the, some the people will like system. it. I ended up? up, I ended up using, yeah, I ended up using console commands for my first playthrough. Just because. Oh, I you was, mean the skill I, level up? I remember that. Yeah, how, how you get a level, and then you have to do the progression, and then you have to spend your point, and then you have to do the progression. Yeah. I'm like, no, listen, it, it this is either progression-based, and it just levels up, or I spend my point, and it levels up. You're not making I me think, do both. I think the one of the biggest things is that they need to give you your ship when you go into New Game Plus. That's like my biggest piece of feedback that I can give you, is give me my ship. when Like, I spent God knows how long making a ship through this custom system that you designed, which is actually fucking really good. And then, and then you fucking gone. take it away and you give me this sperm ship that I don't want. I don't want the sperm ship, dude. Keep your fucking sperm ship. Yeah. I don't want it. Yeah, I just, I do that. The, I, I couldn't stand the skill level up. Like I, what, I, I, what I ended up doing is every, every time I would complete the challenge, I would just give myself a skill point to unlock yeah. the next tier. And so I would perform the challenges, but that was it. I also don't think that in your game plus, they should even take your, your, your stuff away. I don't think it makes sense. That's because uh, initially I, I was I just like, just give plus. me my, just give me my ship, but the more I thought about it, it's like if they hadn't taken my stuff away, I would have probably gone through and done like maybe two, three new game pluses. But because they took my shit away, I was like, no, 
I'm good. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, just, just no interest. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I, I went all the way almost to the end on New Game Plus One. And then I got to that section where there's just a ton of them coming at you. And I was like, oh, right, because I rushed through this. I have no guns. I also, I wasn't so a fan I'm of done. the temples. The, the temples felt like a shittier version of yeah, they're boring. The, yeah, they suck. the Skyrim temples. You just yeah. you walk, float to the lights. Yeah. It's, again, that's one of the reasons why I didn't like the main story. Like, the coolest thing about Starfield is the faction stories. That's it. Do the faction stories, enjoy yourself. And yeah, no, I like do the, the, out, the outlaw story. That one was fun. I don't think I did like, the outlaw one. The, or, or the, no, not outlaw. Uh, Freestar Rangers. The Freestar Rangers. Yeah, that one was good. Yeah. I did that one. That was like, that was like fuck around and find out the quest line. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. But yeah, th I think there's some cool stuff about Starfield, but it needed a lot, a lot of work to really bring everything together. And, you know, there's a lot of short shortcomings in there. But like I said, it is my favorite Bethesda games because I don't like any of the other ones because the combat in Skyrim is ass and the setting of the Fallout series doesn't really appeal to me. So, so Skyrim, man, I, I, I would still put Skyrim ahead of, of uh, Starfield, but modded Skyrim. With mods. Yeah, I'm talking about unmodded Skyrim. I don't think I would. Vanilla is... didn't talk about vanilla. Yeah. But anyway, Lies of P. I liked it. But I really wish the perfect guard was better. We were talking, we were actually talking about this on stream yesterday. It's just the thing with Liza P that bothered me more than anything was that there's such an emphasis around the perfect guard mechanic with like moves that you cannot block or that you cannot dodge unless you're just like literally sprinting away from it. Yeah. And they want you to perfect guard. But the, the perfect guard has like a third of the parry frames of Sekiro. So, which is insane. It's the it's the core mechanic. Like to to me to me at least, the perfect guard is like that's the the identity mechanic. You know, when I think of Wolong, it's deflect. When I think of Sekiro, it's the it's the parry. When I think of Souls games in general, I think it's you know you don't really have a core mechanic. It's more build diversity. Yeah. But Liza P very <clears throat> much is like, hey, we have this perfect guard. You should get good at using it. But then they make it like exclusively hard to use to the point like even Ung Ball was like, yeah, this is too tight. And that dude is like the parry god of parry gods. So let me, let me just throw something at you. I don't think the problem isn't, because I've, I've thought about this a lot. And initially I, I had the exact same opinion. It's like this parry is just too tight. I don't think the parry is too tight. What is too tight is the timing between the boss begins animation and the boss hits you. You have to predict when the animation is going to come before the animation actually begins, which basically just makes it uh, trial and error until, you know, like you need to be testing this until shit out you, like yeah, 50 times until you absolutely muscle memorize and, you know, like friggin' 350 milliseconds after he does this animation is when the attack's going to come. Yeah, because well, when you see the attack so they're like, coming, they're like, da, da, yeah. da, 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 boom. And, and on like, top of it, some of them are so big that the thing that you need to be looking out for is actually outside the camera reach. Yeah, you can't even see it. You can't even see it. So I think that that is the actual problem. Because like, if I can properly see when the attack is coming, I can parry frame it. I just don't think that a lot of the bosses in that game give you the proper timing of when the attack is coming. Yeah, field of view was a little little whacked out. There were yeah. a lot of instances where I just could not see the attack coming. But I broke a, the game. That's a Souls problem in general. I broke the game to get the platinum, so I don't care. You use the sh you use the shield. The shield thing is broken. It's completely broken. So if you put enough points into like whatever that gauge is, I forget. I think it's a legion gauge or whatever. If you put yeah. enough points into getting like a big fat legion gauge, 
and you get that shield and you just block everything. You don't even have to do the thing that people were saying that it was glitched because there's something that you can do to your perfect parry everything. You don't even have to do that. Just put enough points where that thing will last and then you just block and attack with a spear. And you'll kill everything. Just keep poking. Yeah, I'll, I, I, I basically killed with... I killed the, um, the nameless puppet in New Game Plus 2 like that. I just blocked and killed him. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, nameless. That it was also it was also too linear for me, which I think I think with Souls games and replaying is like, yeah, I'm gonna go. Hang on a second. My toddler is upset because mom cut the grapes in half, and he wants them no cut. <laughs> Dude, kids get upset over such ridiculous stuff. I mean, my eight year old still gets upset over the dumbest stuff. It's, Sorry, yeah. dude. We're not change. gonna let you choke on grapes. Because, well, yeah. well, what's funny is I, I literally cut them in half last night. And he was fine with them. And right now, no cut, no cut, no, that's because, no cut grapes. That's because when daddy cuts the grapes, everything is fine. But if mommy cuts the grapes. Yeah, um, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> only daddy cuts the grapes, not mommy. But you but, were um, saying about the linearity. Of, oh, uh, yeah. You know, like, like, for example, Lords of the Fallen right now, I'm doing a co-op playthrough. And we're just kind of cruising through. We're tackling some areas, ignoring some side areas. Yeah. But like, Lies of P is, is, you know, it's just like a, it's a line straight through it. So there is no like I'm gonna skip this or I'm gonna skip that without like speed run skips. You're just you're going through the full game every time with no deviation. And I think that takes something away from the the replayability, you know. For sure. Lords of the Fallen was the the next one that I was gonna bring up. Where do you land on with Lords of the Fallen? I, I scored it the same as Lies of P. I've been having a lot of fun with it. I think it's it's one of if if you can get past the bugs. I think it's one of the best non-From Soft Souls likes to date. It is but, very good. But they should have kept it in the oven. They like should. on one hand, I'm 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 very thankful to see all the patches that they are doing. It's 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 they're fantastic. doing tons of stuff, yeah. Yeah. Kudos to see the devs patching this much and making the game and updating it and whatnot. At the same time, it shouldn't have been a full priced game for what's essentially like a paid beta test. Like they the should, amount of they, changes they're making they might as well in place. they might as well have released it as kind of like early access almost if this is what they were going to do yeah. which would have probably yeah. been more acceptable like at a at a lower price range and just release it as early access and it is what it is because yeah like, drop, drop the game at, at at 40 50 bucks say this is the early access launch there's a lot of things we're still tweaking yeah i think it would have been much better received because a lot of the had, problems are, are really you, bad. You had technical issues with the game, and you had some serious balance issues, which now they're patching out. Like, I've had the situation where I was invaded by players with crossbows whenever the crossbow meta was busted. And they were and just one shot. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's me and a friend of mine, we're getting ready to the fight, and it's just like, no, there's no fight. What do you mean fight? There's no fighting here. Yeah, this is, this I shoot a, a rocket at you, and you're dead. That's the fight. I was like, yeah. oh, damn, that freaking sucks. But apparently that got nerfed because my friend was making yeah, that, that build. They nerfed that into nerfed. the ground. They've, they've nerfed a lot of things, even yeah. the game in general. Like, I'm, I'm doing a co-op playthrough with a buddy right now, and we're going through. Is it actually challenging like, right. now? No. Well, but, like, okay, so yeah. I went through, you know, like, the launch state, and I'm going through. I'm like, all right, this fight's going to be kind of hard here. We got all these dudes. And then we go in, and I'm like, where's the, uh, where are the, uh, the extra enemies? Like a, a perfect example, early on in Pilgrim's Perch, where you get one of the the Dunmire quest items, you like come, you, you go Umbral, you go through the cave, you pop out out top, and you look down, and there's like a paladin, two spike heads. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they removed both the spike heads from that encounter. Damn. I just dropped down, and I was like, wait, there's no, 
I remember, no I remember boys. that that must have oh. been like iterated on multiple times because I remember at one point I went down there and there was only one spiky boy and apparently they removed both of them. <laughs> yeah. So there's just a lot of areas they've been like decreasing yeah. enemy density and I'm like, but I well, think, this is just baby I think that's just, now. Yeah, but I think that's just for a uh, normal game because they said that for New Game Plus and subsequent playthroughs, they're going to increase the enemy density again. So I've done uh, a co-op playthrough as well and co-op, it is just so much fun, but it was totally busted because my friend was playing Umbral. So <laughs> yeah. And on top co-op, of him playing I, Umbral. The, the, dude, the co-op for that game is unironically the best co-op we've seen in a Souls game. You can, yeah. you can, you can join somebody, <clears throat> like my, I hopped in my friend's game, and then we just played for three hours. Yep. Through dying, through invasions, through bosses, That's, we just kept trucking along. I, I made a whole video talking about that, how that is just so such a, a good improvement that they've done, because the big problem with that is that it's not as good for random. You know, for random matchmaking, because like you're going to join somebody's yeah. game and you have no idea what the two of you are going to be working on. That It's the best co-op if you have a friend that you want to play with because like i've played through the whole game multiple times i did like three or four characters between me and a friend which is another thing that i criticized which was they need to make sure that the item-based achievements are tracked across multiple characters because dark souls one already did that so like in dark souls one if you were doing like the trophy for getting all the weapons you can get like one rare weapon on character one and another rare weapon on character five doesn't make a difference i think they they should have a because I was talking to them about like a seamless co-op and their concern was like, well, you know, if you join somebody's game and they kill an NPC, it affects your world. But it's already seamless minus quest progression. I think there should be an opt-in mode. Yeah. Like just you, that, when you, I said when the you same do thing. co-op with a friend, you opt in and then, you know, you both get eyes. You both get the vestiges. You both yeah. get, you know, I agree. Key, key item drops. That would have been way more fun because like basically me and a friend, we would end up like having to do the same thing twice, multiple times yeah. for multiple characters. Because I've I've played a ton of this game, dude. I played way more than I initially expected just because of the co-op aspect. Because like I get together with my friend and we're like, okay, let's go do this thing. Let's go do this build. Let's break the game in this way, break the game in that way. Like the way that we were playing, you know how Umbral has the infinite casts, right? Yeah. But it costs your health and gray health. But... I'm playing Radiant with the aura of regen. So it doesn't even cost that. So as long as I'm next to my friend, I'm just offsetting his spell casts and he's just murdering everything in sight. It was no There's a lot of really really cool mechanics in in that game in terms of like like being able to spot spells on the fly, being able to, to, I was a big fan of just being able like, oh, you're pure Inferno. Here's a sword. It's a big sword. You don't need strength. You just need Inferno. Great. I was I using think, that. Like, I've had some people. Well, some people are like, "Oh, well, that's not balanced because then your your you know your casters are also strong in melee, and that's that's the point of that." Who game. cares? Like, even even as a even well even as a melee character, like, dude, my my uh the enhanced lump hammer was hitting for like three k at one point on a strength yeah. build. Like the the game is supposed to because the way it's designed is with the ranged enemies, regardless of what build you play, whether you're melee or caster, every build in that game has powerful melee and ranged options regardless of your build which is something i like yeah i think lords of the fallen is actually one of the games that i really enjoyed this year it's just the situation where it wasn't ready to be released basically yeah i, I need more time to, for sure i need to ask you about this game because i didn't play it alan wake 2 i was not as big i enjoyed alan wake 1 a lot alan wake 2 i started petering out towards the end okay 
Because like I think it, it, it <clears throat> so it it borders the line between like game and like performative art. Uh, there's uh, see now it makes perfect sense. Now I understand. Because like I'm <laughs> looking at the, I'm looking that. at the game awards. And I'm just like, bro, Alan Wake 2 has to be like one of the best games ever made. It's sweeping like every goddamn category. And when you told yeah, me, well, it's a mix of gameplay and performative art, I was like, okay, yeah, that's the type of, type of stuff the mainstream media loves. So, okay. Now yeah, there's, there's like a whole mission you go in where it's like you're playing through a music video, basically. And that part's kind of cool. But then there's other parts that are similar, but not as cool. And... um yeah, just towards towards the end, I just started getting burnt out on it, especially Alan's Alan's side, because when you're playing as uh, what was her name, Sen- Senna Sena, when you're playing as the chick, it's very Alan Wake one. You're going through, you're solving the mysteries, you're shooting, but then when you're playing Alan Wake, you're basically in the the uh, whatever it goes the 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 under dark, the under realm. You're in the, the shadow umbral, realm. the umbral realm. Yeah, you're <laughs> in Alan umbral. Wake. But like, so the whole time you're playing, there are shadows all over the place, and some of them will like actualize as enemies and attack you other ones you just walk right can through you them. fight you can as alan but okay. you you don't you don't it's it's tricky it's not to figure intended? out which one's real and which one no 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 you, you you're intended to fight but like until they're like actually like your option you can shine your flashlight and if you power it up and it's it's a a real shadow it'll like <laughs> turn into to a, a bad guy and you can kill it but if it's just a normal shadow it'll just poof and disappear and so your your best option is really like you, like if you can carefully watch and see which ones are like kind of staggering towards you, you're like, okay, well, that one's an enemy model. But my problem is while you're going through the levels, they all just constantly whisper at you. So you're playing, they're just like, wake, 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 wake. And I'm like, okay, I, I fucking get it. Yes, yes, you're all spooky. Can we, because first, first time you experience it, it's spooky. But like 20 hours in, you're just trying to go through the level and you just hear, wake, wake. Wake, 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 and then something jumps on See, you, and you're like, "I, I've never okay. even, I've never even played any of the Alan Wake games, but it's like the gameplay that I've seen just doesn't seem like it'd be something that I'd enjoy." So I was like, "Okay, it's fine. I mean, I get it. A lot of people like it. It's whatever." But there was a, it seems there was like a it's a puzzle. bit overhyped. Dude, there was a full ass algebra puzzle in the game, and I had to like bust out pen and paper and try to redo <laughs> algebra, and it's been like fucking twenty five years since I've done that shit. I was like, "Okay, this." Goes I here. can respect that. This goes here. It was kind of fun. I was like, all right, good. I, yeah. I, I figured this out now. We're, I still have that skill. It's good. No, but I, I can respect that. Puzzles like that, I can actually respect that. That's pretty cool. Um, is there any other game that you want to bring up? Is like, um, Are know, we talking... Just games that came out. And, and anything DLC? that came out in 2023. Anything. Anything. Oh, shit. Uh, let's go through my list here. Let's see. What have we not touched on? Uh, have a I mean, nice just, death. just stuff that pretty, you really pretty cool indie. Yeah, just stuff that you Res- really liked. About Resident Evil Four. Never played the original. Thought the remake was baller. I want to play. I want to play that when it comes to VR. Actually, I'm going to check that out. Uh, v Rising got a big DLC. A game absorbs hours. Had a lot of fun with that. Uh, Inkbound came out. Probably one of the best indie games I've ever played. Made by the folks that did Monster Train. Super dope game. Co-op roguelike with friends. Dungeon crawling. Um, Dredge came out this year super enjoyable standalone indie experience Atlas Fallen which a lot of people looked over was actually like a fun little B flick of you a like game Atlas Fallen? I had a blast with Atlas Fallen 27 need, part let's play I need to check that out 
the little little monster hunter vibes uh see the phantom liberty dlc was phenomenal for for cyberpunk it feels like it's what they wanted the game to be at launch uh spider-man 2 a little bit on the short side but had a lot of fun with it and blasphemous Sp- 2 spider-man 2 has the best traversal ever dude it's so good yeah uh blasphemous 2 is now up there i think is one of the best metroidvanias i've ever played Ooh. uh the last faith which just came out fun metroidvania not as good as blasphemous 2 but fun okay and uh i think that covers everything of note for me okay so yeah before we jump into the actual game awards i want you to think of the three games you're most excited for 2024 i'm going to tell you mine but i want to give you time to think about three games that you're the most excited for that are coming out next year i mean i i already got them you already got them okay give them to me dragon's dogma 2 yes Shadow of the Yerd Tree. Does that count to DLC? I mean, it's basically going to yeah, be bigger no, than no, most no, games. No. So it, it yes, I'm, I'm super hyped for it as well, but it's not on my top three. I'm going to be very and sorry then, to uh, admit, but yeah. The last one, which technically isn't confirmed, but it's going to come, Silk Song. Damn. All right. All right. So for me, it's Dragon's Dogma 2 as well. It's like, bro. You know that there's been rumblings. There's been rumblings of some people in the Monster Hunter community being upset about the fact that Dragon's Dogma Two is coming out ahead of Monster Hunter. They can stay fucking mad, (laughs) bro. Stay fucking mad. We have been waiting. We've been waiting for so long. Like I think that people still don't understand how good Dragon's Dogma is. Like people need to go play Dragon. People that still haven't played the original Dragon's Dogma, like things are cooling down right about now. Go play it right now. Make it your Christmas Dude, uh, uh, game. Dark, play it on Dark Switch. Arisen. Play it wherever the fuck you want. But play Dragon's right, Dogma. Right now. Let me, I want to see if, it's, if the sale's still going on. It probably uh, is, because I saw, I saw the sale. Uh, it was up. Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen is four seventy nine right now on Steam. Bro, if you, because of Black Friday. That is a steal. If you Five bucks. play Dragon's Dogma Dark Arisen, bro, don't even talk to me anymore. For fucking cheaper than a cup of coffee. Bro. Shit is ridiculous. It's so good. So yeah, Dragon's Dogma 2, super easy one. Uh, my next one would be Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. That's coming out real is that early. The, is, that, is that the fighting one or the, the MMO-ish No, no, one? it's the, not MMO-ish. It's, uh, it's all, I think it's supposed to be almost like Monster Hunter in terms of structure. Not, not like Monster Hunter, mm. you know, like we had the discussion, Armored Core's like, I'm talking structurally speaking. It's a mission-based game, okay? Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be like that. I'm still not 100% sure, but it comes out like on the 1st of February, supposedly. I'm super hyped for that game. I've been waiting for that game for way too long. I'm super hyped for it. And then finally, Monster Hunter 6. It's coming out next year, bro. It's, it's happening. I don't think it is. You don't think it is? I don't think it is. So, so I was so let, very so let much me, on let the... Me just, let me just add this. If, it, if Monster Hunter does not come out next year, then number three would be Elden Ring DLC. <laughs> so there was, there was the whole big talk about, uh, you know, unannounced game coming out by March, Capcom, blah, blah, blah. All Dragon's Dogma 2. It's Dragon's Dogma yeah, it's Yeah, that was apparently a mistranslation. It's not unannounced game. It's It's... Yep. unreleased or something it's just somebody on reddit mistranslated it my boy Everybody guy Jin else, right here look 
He's right yeah, there. <laughs> he, he cleaned that up. Every, every, everybody ran. Like one Reddit post said unannounced, and then every media outlet was like, unannounced game coming out, unannounced game coming out, unannounced game yep. coming out. And then somebody that actually like speaks Japanese is like, no, this doesn't mean unannounced. It's not what they're actually saying. So all signs point to that's that's Dragon's Dogma 2. If we get Monster Hunter 6, great. We'd yep. be eating super good next year. Yep. Um, I don't know. I don't. It's I don't like think it's I think because like the anniversary is going to be in March next year, and I think that's when they give you the first taste. And six the months trailer. afterwards, six months out, which is like March is what month three. So that would be like month nine. That's like September. September. So like September October. I think that would be potential release. So like a fall release for Monster Hunter Six. Maybe initially I thought it was going to be summer, but I could see it going fall. But hey, here's the thing: I think, if it I think comes out next some, year, some big it'll be things. Fine. The biggest, my biggest thing for the Game Awards this year isn't even the rewards. It's the, it's the trailers we're going to see. Yeah, yeah. See, that's, that's the reason why I wanted to do this one ahead of the Game Awards. Because I want to schedule with you another one after the Game Awards to talk about all the talk shit that gets the announced. <laughs> yeah, dude. Some good ones. It's going to be some good stuff in there. But yeah. So now I'm actually going to swap the scene around, open up the, the website, uh, and we're going to be going through the Game Awards. Um, for those of you only hearing to the audio version, you won't see it. But if you're watching the actual video, we're going to be uh, going over and quick. But yeah, we're going to be starting with the most anticipated game. We already gave you guys our most anticipated games. The ones that they have right here, which is actually kind of weird for me because a lot of the stuff that we talked about, they did not put there. They have uh, Tekken 8, Star Wars Outlaws, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, and Hades 2, and Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth. So, one of the things that I want to point out, how excited are you for Star Wars Outlaws? Um, no excitement right now. I need to see any Ubisoft you, game and, it, until I see unedited live gameplay. There's probably you're probably gonna hear a child screaming in the background right now. He wants those grapes cut by daddy. <laughs> uh, until I see like unedited raw gameplay of a Ubisoft game, I don't get excited for it. So Same with, like the Avatar game that's coming out. Oh, it, that's to, not out to, yet. I was wondering if that was out yet or not. That's that's December. I need to see like I need to see actual gameplay of it. I Are you gonna to play not, that? Not Ubisoft gameplay. I'll probably check it out on stream. That way, if okay. it's like not vibing, I can just drop it and not feel bad. Okay. Um. But yeah, I mean, out of that list, it's it's Final Fantasy Rebirth for me, yeah. followed by Hades, and the rest are I might check out. But it's like I feel like they could have had some other stuff on here besides the fact these. that Dragon's Dogma isn't on that list. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's a travesty, wild. bro. It's an absolute travesty. The the disrespect that the media has for Dragon's Dogma is absolutely disgusting, dude. Yeah, and not just that. Like, there's a bunch of games that are coming out. I was I actually did a stream about the games that are coming out next year, and it's like. I don't know if Black Myth Wukong is next year or not. Maybe. I, I think it's scheduled for next year. So like Black Myth, Black Myth Wukong is not in there. Um, friggin yeah, there's a lot of a lot of weird things. Yeah, there's there's a lot of games that are coming out next year that deserve the spot on there. So I don't understand what the hell is going on, but whatever. Uh, I think for me it will be Final Fantasy VII Rebirth as well out of this list. Hades Two is also really really cool. I'm not jumping into a Yakuza game yet because I don't have any of the background of Yakuza games at this point. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, yeah, I've tried playing them. They're just, they're games that I would have to play, like, on my own laying in bed, I think. Yeah. There's, that's, there's, there's a lot of dialogue. 
that that's the vibe that I get from them as well. But yeah, so on this one we agree. But yeah, definitely a lot of games got snubbed on here, but it's whatever. So uh, if we move on to the previous category, we have best adaptation. Okay, I actually don't think that I care that much about this one, but I'd probably vote for Super Mario. Did you watch Super Mario movie? I did, but Castlevania Nocturne was pretty dope. So you'd go for that over Super Mario, or is it... Uh... Possibly. Castlevania, like, when, when he when, when he finally, like, fires up and, like, gets his powers. I, haven't, it, I haven't watched it. I, I love the Castlevania stuff, so... Yeah, I, for, I for me... we see a new game. For Super me, Mario it would be good, Super though. Mario Bros. Like, I watched that with my kids. Bro, it was amazing. I loved it. Fantastic experience. Last of Us was pretty good. I didn't watch Twisted Meadow or Gran Turismo. Last of Us was also really good. They did a solid job with the adaptation. I haven't really watched it, but yeah. Okay, next up, best multiplayer. Is there another game that you would put in this category? Remnant. Yeah, I was about to bring that up, dude. Remnant. Remnant yeah. should have been in this category, straight up. Remnant 2, a million percent, deserves to be in this category. Yeah. Would it win if it was in this category for you? I don't know. Baldur's Gate multiplayer has been a lot of fun. I haven't tried out Baldur's Gate multiplayer. I'm I'm waiting it's, for them to patch it, it up a little bit more, and I do want to do like a Baldur's Gate. It, multiplayer it is run. an ordeal. You're like I'm the bard. I'm the face of the party, and then your friend that's playing a dwarf barbarian that looks like a fucking clown just runs ahead and initiates the dialogue, and you're like, well, why? Why does he have to be a dwarf? <laughs> he just he was like, I want to make the dumbest looking guy possible. What's like, <laughs> the disrespect for the dwarven race, dude? God damn it. <laughs> oh my god. G give me a minute. I don't know how Diablo is even in that category. Dude, it's the most broken multiplayer ever. Diablo 4 multiplayer. Can't make lobbies to, to do specific activities. Can't trade with people. Does, it's, it's like, it has less multiplayer features than Diablo 3, which was already bare bones. I haven't played Let's, too much multiplayer in that game, to be fair. I mostly played it solo, so I don't know. I, I just don't it's think... It's designed to play multiplayer with a party of friends and you're all in Discord. It's, it, the thing for me is, I feel like Diablo 4 is kind of like a fun game with co-op. I don't think it needed to be an MMO. I think it was ham-fisted to did. be an MMO, and I it think was. it was to its detriment that it was an MMO. I think it would have been way it, better it if it was like Diablo It would have been absolutely fine. Yeah. Oh, it's multiplayer. You can see other people in the world. I don't give a shit. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Nobody cares. If anything, sometimes those people actually are a nuisance because they're killing the same mobs you are, and it's just fucking annoying. It's like, yeah. this is not, an, in my opinion, this shouldn't have been an MMO, so it definitely doesn't no, deserve the award. It's like, if I'm going to go through here... should have had an offline here, mode. I just want to sit on my yeah. Steam Deck and play Diablo 4 in peace. Agreed. It, there should have definitely been an offline mode for Diablo 4. This whole thing about like, oh no, it needed to be multiplayer. No, it fucking didn't. I played it by myself. It didn't yeah. need to be multiplayer a damn thing. No. Fucking bullshit. But uh, yeah, out of these games, I've heard that Street Fighter 6 multiplayer is really good. I don't know. I know that's- it, it, is, it is good, but I don't know. Fighting games don't- Fighting games to me are- You're either really into fighting games or you just like dabble for a week and then you move on. Yeah. The people did you? that are really into fighting games are vibing with it, and I did play it. Uh, but it's, you know, fighting games as a content creator, it's either, it's like being like a FIFA content creator. You need yeah. to fully embrace that, and that becomes a staple of your channel, and you're constantly working on your, your tech and your combos and your matchups. And I just don't have that kind of time commitment for any fighting game. 
I just I just realized I don't think I've nom- I've mentioned all of the games. It's Baldur's Gate 3 Diablo 4 cuz there's people listening only. Baldur's Gate 3 Diablo 4 Party Animals, Street Fighter 6 and Super Mario Bros Wonder. I think that probably Party Animals might even be one of the best ones. <laughs> I haven't played it. I, I haven't had it, a chance to play it. I wanted to. I, I think this I, is this is of kind that. of like uh what what was it called the Gang Gangster be- Gang Gang Beasts. Gang Beasts. Yeah, that's it. I played the I played a a decent chunk of gang beasts with friends. That thing was fun as hell. So I yeah. think that for a multiplayer game, party animals might actually take. But yeah, uh, no, it's a solid. It's a solid. I haven't played it yet, so I can't. I can't vote on it. But yeah, it's very yeah. Made, made by the same people that did Gang Beast. Very similar. So it should be a lot of fun. But to me, it should have been like Remnant Two, and Remnant Two would win easy. Easy wouldn't even be a conversation for me. But you know, it is what it is. Those are our thoughts on best multiplayer. Then. Best, Best sports, sports racing. racing. Game. <laughs> Don't care. <laughs> Played none of Hot these Wheels. games. Just because Hot Wheels is cool. Did you play it? No, but it's Hot Wheels. <laughs> I, I hate Hot Wheels. <laughs> I remember the first time I looked at this category, I was like, is there a way that they can all lose? Can they just all lose? <laughs> I just want them all to lose. <laughs> No, I, I don't know. I didn't play any of them. Usually Forza is solid that much I know. So I I don't know. I don't I don't care anyway. But yeah. Best sim and strategy game. Uh Advance I mean, Wars one and two, reboot camp, City Skylines two, Company of Heroes three, Fire Emblem Engage, Pikmin four. Thank you for saying those. I keep forgetting that. Good point. <laughs> I'm just gonna do it at the start. Yeah. Sure. Um gotcha. I loved Fire Emblem Engage. I didn't finish it, but I played the crap out of it. It was really fun. Didn't play I any played of none the of them, ones. but I would assume Fire Emblem is usually solid. I don't yeah. know how City Skyline even got on there because I've heard it's one of the most disastrous launches they've ever yeah, had I've, in the game. I've I've heard that that thing's got some serious problems and the community's not happy with it. So yeah, like forty ninety is running at fifteen FPS. Oof. That's just, listen. That's just because the forty ninety is a crappy crappy GPU. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> PS five is better. Yeah, okay. No, no, no. Uh, listen, best... listen. We'll we'll talk we'll talk about that after we go through these categories. But I have some. We've, news we've had for this you. discussion. No, no. We've I have had, some. Right. I have some news. I have some news. Okay, okay. trust okay. me. But you're not gonna All like right. it. Best family, best family. game. Disney Illusion Island, Party Animals, Pikmin Four, Sonic Superstars, Super Mario Bros. Wonder. Uh Super Mario Bros. Wonder. I don't know how many. Pl- I'm assuming it's four player multiplayer. I haven't played Sonic Superstar. Super Mario Bros. Wonder is really fun, but I don't think that Disney Illusion Island is that great from what I've seen from it so far. I would I would actually give it to Disney Illusion Island. I checked that really? out during an indie stream. It has some like off the cuff jokes that like you'll get as an adult, but a kid would not get. That I was Ooh. like, oh, <laughs> and it has like a little buddy mode where I can play and. You know, my kid's three, so he's not going to play it at that age, but I could let him just kind of hold a controller and run his character around with me. Little buddy modes are a big inclusion because that okay. means we can progress the game yeah, and that, I can just kind of let if, him if do it has thing. If it has that thing and if it's fun, then yeah, that will probably do it. Because like Super Mario Bros. Wonder, my kid is eight and he struggles with some of the platforming sections. And it's like, if he doesn't clear the plat, I mean... I can just clear the platform for him, but it fucking sucks because he's eight. He can see like, oh shit, dad just went ahead, let me die. And now, and now he's going to pick me up with the balloon thing. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. I don't know how Pikmin is and I didn't play the other one. So yeah, I'll take your, I'll take your, your guess. There I think for party, party animals 
is a fun like party game. Yeah, but, but it's a bit for, too for brutal like, for par- family. Yeah, for par- pick parents, pick up your toddler and, and throw him off a cliff. And no, no, daddy, no, no, daddy. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. We don't need that. Yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit too much. Like, listen, my kid gets competitive over frig- one of the the Yoshi games because, like, he will pick up a bunch of like those those uh, yarn balls or whatever the crap that you can pick up in the Yoshi yeah. game, and then like I'll gobble him. And like all of the balls become mine, you. <laughs> and he's just like, that no, <laughs> he just gets like all upset whenever that happens. So yeah, so yeah, the Disney Island one sounds good. Okay, next up, best fighting game, God of mm. Rock, Mortal Kombat One, all Nickelodeon All Star Brawls Two, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter Six. I think probably Street Fighter Six from what I've seen of gameplay, uh, because I, I didn't play any of these games. I've played God of Rock and Street Fighter Six. I've heard MK1 is really good, but I haven't played it. I've heard it's really good, but in a way, I almost don't want it to win because they're selling fatalities for like $15 or whatever the crap it is. And I was like, bro. That's not good. Fuck off, man. Fuck off with that business model. That's some disgusting shit. Is God of Rock better than Street Fighter Six? Mm, I don't think so. It's like a rhythm-based fighting game. Oh, dude, but it, listen, but it's made by my Brazilian brethren, man. I got to sit. It's, it's hard to... I, I struggled to stream it. It was like a Hi-Fi Rush in the sense that I could not look at chat. Like, that game requires 100% of your attention, which I guess most fighting games do. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, I can't even look away if I'm going to be able to do this. From, from what I've heard of, like, the innovations in multiplayer, I think that Street Fighter Six should probably win this one. Most likely, would you agree? Sure. I'm not, I'm not terribly invested in this category, so. Yeah, me neither. Best RPG. Okay. <laughs> Now's this... where we throw it down. Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of Peace, Sea of Stars, Starfield. Okay, so number one, and this really sucks. Final Fantasy 16 does not belong on this category. Read or disagreed? It's hazy. I think it's I think it's closer to like an action RPG yep. than a true I RPG. Think it, I think it's an action game. Like it's almost Devil May Cry. Yeah. The game is almost Devil May Cry, so I just don't you're, think you're that... actual, you, you don't do a lot of character building. You have a lot of like customization with your icons, but you're just picking yeah. your action abilities. Yeah, I so think I think... An action game, it would have probably fit better in, I think. A hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, so, either way, in this category, I think Baldur's Gate 3 takes it. Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 I don't, I also just, don't just consider sweeps. Lies of P a... Uh, Yep. I mean, technically it's an RPG, like yeah, yeah. you make a character, but no. Yeah. I've heard good things about Sea of Stars. Sea of Stars. Like I've, minutes. I've I've heard good things. Did you play it? How'd you like it? Only about twenty minutes so far. It seems like it could be cool, but I have like a backlist of uh Yeah. Like that that two D style RPG games I gotta get through. I have yeah. that. I have I have Sea of Stars, I have um Star Ocean relink this, something. Star Ocean second story uh, art. Dude, I I played yeah. a little bit of that. That game is so good. That game is really good. Like I was very surprised. I have uh it was one last year I didn't finish that came out that was was another big Chain Echoes. Yeah, I'm working through Chain Echoes. Yeah, see, the thing about those game these games like Sea of Stars and Chain Echoes is like, bro, I want the physical Switch version. And it doesn't exist. I, I have them, I have them and, all on Steam Deck. So and, I'm just, and the I got, thing once is, I finish Xenoblade Chronicles, I'll go back. And the thing is, I've paid for it because they're, they're making a physical version of it. And I've bought it like a year ago. 
and I still Sunday, don't have it. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm probably going to cancel it. Like, I'm just going to give up because, like, I want to have physical editions of games, but quite simply, like, the companies that are exploiting that, exploiting, I, I don't mean exploiting, like, as in, like, scamming people or whatever. I mean, the companies that are doing the physical, like, they're not doing a good job. Like, they take forever to release the shit, which means that I never covered Chain Echoes because I wanted to have the physical edition, never covered Sea of Stars because I wanted that. I'm just going to be like, you know what? Fuck all this. I'm going to buy this shit on Steam and I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I, I'm very I just, I close. Get it, to, I get it on Steam and then I play them on Steam Deck. It's the way to yeah, go, I think. I am very close to just giving up on physical, bro. Because, like, it's been absolutely insane the way that shit has been going down. But anyways, in this category, I completely agree. Baldur's Gate 3 absolutely sweeps it. I don't even think it's a discussion. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, Starfield it's... doesn't come anywhere close to the quality of Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, sea, of, sea of Stars, I think, could potentially uh, be considered really good. I haven't played it. So I think that for some people, Sea of Stars could potentially sweep here. But I still think that Baldur's Gate 3 is just like, it's so freaking good, dude. Baldur's Gate 3 is amazing. So yeah, Baldur's Gate 3 all the way. There's not even a, I mean, there's another game that would have been nice to see mentioned here. Although, again, it's more of a shooter. I was going to say Remnant 2. Well, I mean, this is, this is here's, here's a discrepancy for me. In the next category, which is best action adventure, we have Tears of the Kingdom. Okay. I would put Tears of the Kingdom almost more in the RPG category than action no, adventure. No, 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 no. Tears of the Kingdom, so. no, Tears of the Kingdom, 100% action adventure. But moving on to uh, the next category, best action adventure. Alan Wake 2, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I mean, to me, this is super easy. Legend of Zelda. Uh, it's like... Resident, Resident Evil 4, man. That game was... Uh, uh, Five out of five, fucking parries, roundhouse kicks, shooting stuff. I had so much. It, it has been my favorite Resident Evil to date. I didn't play I gotta, the originals. This is my I gotta first play experience it. with four. I, I got to play it because I've, I've never been much of a Resident Evil guy, but I've heard that four is much more action. Whereas like, because mm -hmm. the, the previous, the other Resident Evils, I feel like it's one of those situations where I was like, oh, I have three bullets. Better not shoot anything. Better, better save those. those you're, you're throwing it, out roundhouse kicks and shit. Even yeah. the DLC, the the separate ways DLC was a lot of fun. Yeah, so I'm I'm curious to eventually uh, check that out for sure. But yeah, uh, I again I go for Zelda. You go for Resident Evil. I think that Jedi Survivor could have done decently in this category if they hadn't released it the way that it did. And you know the funniest thing was about Jedi Survivor for me. You remember when all those people were having problems on PC? You remember how there were people that came out and they were like. It's running fine on my PS5. Yeah. Those people are full of shit. Those people are full <laughs> of shit. Okay? Listen, I put a clip on Twitter of the game running at 11 FPS in performance mode on PS5. Okay? Get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. I will <laughs> like, say Spider-Man The game was Spider running Man like ass all around, yeah. Spider-Man uh, 2 Spider -Man was a lot of fun. Yeah. I think my, my problem with Spider-Man 2 is you get to the end of the game, and then there's just nothing. Like, and it's like, I have all these powers. I want to do more, but the only thing left is like stopping little crime sprees. Like if it had a new game plus, I think the, the action aspect of it would possibly put that ahead. Cause I had a lot of fun with the Marvel Spider-Man. It just felt like a very, just kind of closed loop experience, which I guess Resident Evil 4 is also a closed loop experience, but it felt a lot more intense. Fair enough. Okay. Moving onwards. We then have best action game. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, is the only game in this category. 
I agree. <laughs> also, I Dead agree. Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Remnant 2. See, this is one of those situations that makes me really sad because they put Remnant 2 next to Armored Core 6. That's just so fucking evil, dude. Yeah, it, it could have belonged in multiplayer. It could have been in RPGs. It could have been an action adventure, but instead they decided that the Souls-like co-op open world character building exploration game was action <laughs> it's so weird to me and final fantasy 16 should have been on here as well in my opinion but yeah whatever i think so so in this, yeah, category, this category you're you're gonna go with armored core 6 i'm gonna go with armored core 6 with uh, an extremely honorable mention for remnant 2 god damn feels bad dude i really wanted to see remnant 2 win something Makes me so sad. But yeah, it, it is Armored Core 6. Armored Core 6 was just so good, dude. Holy crap. And it was severely underrepresented in these awards, as we're going to be talking about soon, I guess. Next category, best VR slash AR. Gran Turismo 7, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Humanity, Resident Evil Village VR, and Synapse. Did you play Play-o. literally any of these? I played Horizon Call of the Mountain, and the other good. game that I played is not on this list, and I think it should have been because they have did some significant changes to it to the point where it deserves a mention because I think it is potentially the best VR game out there right now, and that game is No Man's Sky. Oh. No Man's Sky in VR is fucking phenomenal. They might need to do some tweaks about the control scheme, which is not perfect, but other than that, that game is amazing to play uh horizon call of the mountain like i'm sorry dude i think that gorilla games they're fantastic developers but that game is ass dude like i'm sorry <laughs> i mean i haven't played any of these so if, I it feels twice as bad because like they sent me the vr thing they sent me they sent me this game and a bunch of other games and i was like but listen listen let me just explain something to all of the vr devs out there okay when about 60 percent of your game is doing this that is not fun, okay? This is not fun. There's like a I cat would scratching a tower. I would rather I would rather go Oh right, people in the audio, you guys can't see. It's just me moving my hands up and down like I'm climbing a mountain. It's like, listen, I would rather go out to uh like a a park or something that has like a climbing wall and climb a wall than to do this in VR. Okay? It's not nearly as Let's satisfying. Let's give it to Resident Evil Village VR cuz you can probably bury yourself in vampire mommy's breasts. True. I, I actually wanted to check out Synapse, but I didn't have time because I think Synapse could have uh, could have been a, a decent uh, competitor here, but I don't actually know. But I believe I like that how the, I like how the, the voting card is just big vampire mommy stepping on you perspective because they know what the what the public wants. They know what people want. want <laughs> bury know. themselves in those bountiful <laughs> bosom of evil. Great, amazing chest ahead. Yeah, literally. <laughs> uh, best mobile game see this is another games. this is another one of those categories where all of them should lose as a matter of fact not only they should lose they should have to pay a fine for losing anyway Final Fantasy 7 Ever Crisis Hello Kitty Island Adventure I thought this was a joke Honkai Star Rail Monster Hunter Now and Terra Nil as far as I'm concerned these are all terrible I've heard good things about Ever Crisis, but I would give it to Hello Kitty Island Adventure because I didn't think that was actually a real game. Yes, I would give it to Hello Kitty Island Adventure as well. 
people are going to be mad. Why don't you give it to Monster now? Because Niantic are terrible. I hate them. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to give it to Monster Hunter now. I. I wish the game didn't even make as much money as it did because Niantic don't deserve it. Capcom does, but Niantic doesn't, and it's a poor exploration of the IP. But whatever. Anyway, moving onwards. Best, Best. debut indie game. Goon Dredge Pizza Tower Venba Viewfinder. I played none of these. Dredge was phenomenal. Okay. You just Dredge just, should win. It's it's you're just going around and fishing. Honestly, you should play Dredge. Dredge is like it's such a just vibe game. It's like you're you're just going around with this little ship and getting parts on it and fishing and trawling and dredging up stuff, but it's in the deep. So there's like Cthulhu shit going on. Dredge is like a very, Ooh. very fun experience. I've I've seen you play it and it looks interesting. Do you get to like upgrade your boat or something? I'm yep. assuming. Yeah, you, you add add new lights and engines and more cargo space. Dredge is a lot of fun. I would I would very much suggest you check it out on stream. We'll see. All right. Uh next up, best independent game. Just like the same thing? No. Because the other one is the best debut indie. That's when a developer releases an indie for the first time. Okay. Well, yeah, Dredge. And then this is for outstanding creative and technical achievement in a game made outside of the traditional publisher system. Yeah. Cocoon, Dave the Diver, Dredge, Sea of Stars, Viewfinder. So here's an interesting thing. Dave the Diver is technically speaking not an independent game because they have not a publisher. All. And uh, technically speaking... This is going to hurt some people, but Baldur's Gate 3 is an indie game. Yeah. Baldur's as Gate a 3 cyberpunk, as is cyberpunk, by the way. Instead, let's, let's just give this one to Sea of Stars, because I've heard good things, and they deserve some yeah, recognition, I think. I agree. Sea of Stars should take this one, for sure. We're on the same page. Next up, best community support. Oh boy, do I have things to say about this. Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Destiny 2, Ha, Final Fantasy 14, No Man's Sky. So I would have liked to have seen Guild Wars 2 in here, but the thing is mainstream media doesn't play MMOs a whole lot. The main reason they're playing 14 is because 14 has gotten really popular uh, over the last couple of uh, years. So they're playing 14 and they're recognizing 14, which 14 deserves to be in the category. Uh, no Man's Sky also deserves it because they've done so many good updates, dude. I don't know if you've been keeping up with No Man's Sky. They've done a ton of never stuff. Never even played it. You've never played No Man's Sky? Nope. Damn, dude. We should do like a co-op stream. Like I'll, I'll buy it on PC and we'll play it on PC, dude. Actually, no, I don't even have to because it has crossplay. Do you know that game has crossplay, dude? Like I was I playing... I actually played this. This is hilarious. I played with a friend of mine and I'm playing on PlayStation five and he's playing through Xbox game pass and it works seamlessly. I was like, what the hell? That's, that's some cross play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would. Um... So number one, destiny needs to not be in this category. Yeah. I've heard the community is very upset with destiny at the moment. I'll play Destiny, but I've heard a lot of bad things right not, now. Not to mention that, like, look at what the, it says on the award. Recognizing a game for outstanding community support, transparency, and responsiveness, inclusive of social media activity and game update patches. Listen, this is a, this is a, a company that fucking hates their player base, all right? They fucking hate them, <laughs> and they milk them to death, dude. That's what they do. They've taken content away from this game. So, like, 
I think they've taken three or four expansions worth of content and they just got rid of it. They just deleted it. So if you bought it, it's like, well, too fucking bad. You can't play it anymore. How the fuck is this game even nominated for this shit? <laughs> like, what the hell? I would... This is this is a tricky one for me because Larian's made some some really good updates to Baldur's Gate, but it's kind of in the same vein as like Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen has been yeah. pumping patches left and right. Um, Cyberpunk, I think the the two update was phenomenal. I think it it put Cyberpunk into the category of one of my favorite RPGs of all time. On one hand, that is phenomenal for the game and it's good to see that it's finally there but it's also kind of like this is what it should have been yeah so like when it released congrats you yeah you finally you finally got to where it's at so you did a good job getting there but i'm you know i'm not sure we should award devs finally reaching i, I don't know it's it's weird like yes you did a good job but this is what you should have done to begin with i think that in this category from the games that I am seeing, number one, I would have liked to have seen Guild Wars 2 in here. I don't know if they would have won because I don't know enough about all of the content, but I know they've been adding a bunch of content to their game. But uh, out of the people in here, I think that potentially No Man's Sky should take it. Like 14 is also excellent with community support. But the thing about 14 is that... I mean, it's an MMO. It's a, it, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, an yeah. MMO. It should have fucking community support. You're paying every month for it. Yeah, but the, the point that I'm trying to make is like the content is quality. But the only reason why I would give it to No Man's Sky over 14 is because the content 14, the, the thing that they have is consistency. So it's like, listen, yes. you're going to get this raid at this time, boom, and here it is. And now you're going to get this additional feature at this time, and here it is. So it's not like they're super breaking the mold and supporting their community. They're just like they're consistently doing it, and they're yeah. consistent about it, which is cool. I, honestly, I think MMOs shouldn't even be in the community support category. They should be in an, an MMO really? category. Oh, I, think, yeah. I think MMOs have their own, they should have their own category. I agree. Which I absolutely Actually, think yeah, 14 that would, makes, would, would take that. But. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because, yeah, because I mean, it's an MMO. You're, the, the fact that you're paying a monthly fee for ongoing content, there's an expectation of that content. I don't classify that yeah. as community support. I classify that as you doing your fucking job. Like, we're, we're, we're paying every month for more content. I hope you're fucking adding that content in with games, updates, and patches. Yep. So, No Man's Sky should win this one. So, yeah. I think that's that. Uh, moving right along. Best ongoing. Cyberpunk doesn't belong in this fucking category. But anyway, Apex Legends, Cyberpunk, Final Fantasy XIV, Fortnite, Genshin Impact. Good so God. I've heard Apex is in a shit state. I don't yep. play it, but that's what I've heard. Cyberpunk should not be ongoing. Cyberpunk, I agree. It, it's, it's a single player game. It's a, yeah, it's a great change they made. Also not ongoing. It's not like... Yep. No. Uh, Fortnite's been wild. I've been dabbling in Fortnite this year, and I've had a lot of fun. Genshin Impact, I couldn't play for more than like an hour before getting bored. So either Fortnite or this is 14. This is the thing about Genshin Impact. Like, I don't understand how there's so many people playing this game. I don't. Because, like, I've tried playing it, and people think that I don't like it because of the gotcha. I don't like it because the game's stamina system is garbage. Yeah, I just didn't have fun with the combat at all. I was like, this just doesn't... I, I liked the combat, at all. but like I was trying to explore the game and it was literally walk 10 seconds and then wait 30 seconds for your stamina to fill back up. And it's like, bro, what you, the you fuck? Won't, you won't like Alan Wake 1. <laughs> okay. Good Alan, to know. Alan, he, he jogs for about 10 seconds and then he's like... Oh. 
Uh, it's like, and you're like, God damn this out of shape 40 something writer. That's never done a like again in his life. And in, in the middle of this, I would have liked to have seen guild wars too, but you know, it's not in there. It's whatever. I think that my vote would go to 14 because I don't like Fortnite. Yeah. I'm assuming you would go for Fortnite. I don't know. Fortnite yeah. or, or 14. If we consider ongoing, which is closer to like an MMO category, I think 14 could take it. I haven't played Fortnite since Endwalker. I, I finished Endwalker. You haven't played like, Fortnite since Endwalker? That, might have, that must have been for, an interesting for, patch. I haven't played 14 <laughs> since Endwalker. I just, I don't know, man. Endwalker was, was such a, like, it felt like, you know, I finished the book. I've yep. closed. This is my journey has come to an end, and I'm happy with it ending there. Well, that's fine, but uh, they're still coming out with more content. But yeah, I, I I would give it I would give it to fourteen, a hundred percent. I I think that Genshin Impact, the way that they do their stamina, is too annoying. So I don't care. And mostly, they just want people to roll on their gacha systems. So yeah. Anyway, moving onwards, games for games Impact. For impact. Space for the Unbound, Chats of Center, Goodbye Volcano High, Tisha, Chiranel, and Venba. Okay. I didn't play any of these, did you? No. I've heard Tisha is kind of cool. Like it's like world exploration. I, like Zelda Light. I just realized something because I didn't really look at these games ahead of us doing like I didn't look at the categories. I've I've seen them before, but I didn't look at them ahead of us doing this podcast. And it's almost like so. This is supposed to represent gaming as a whole. And I would wager that between you and me, we play most of the games that have come out. And the fact that we go through a lot of these categories, like, yep, didn't touch a single one of those games. Isn't that just kind of weird? Yeah. I, don't, I mean, I've, I've heard good things about Tisha, but you know, okay. kind of hard for me to Chia, vote on. Chia wins. There you go. <laughs> that's, that's our Chia wins. Heard good things. <laughs> Innovation and accessibility. Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, Street Fighter 6. I think considering that usually the Sony games, they do excellent stuff with that. I think it'll be hard to top Spider-Man 2, but I don't know because I've also heard good things from Street Fighter. What did Diablo 4 do in terms of accessibility? I don't know. It put people in wheelchairs? I fucking know, dude. I don't remember like uh, I don't think they had any particular, particular slew of yeah. accessibility options in Diablo 4. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to Spider-Man 2. They probably they so, probably have like that, uh so. they probably have like a colorblind mode, I would imagine, and that's like their claim they, they to added fame. One, one, yeah, one colorblind mode. We're, we're accessible. <laughs> Fucking still still have to manually run to each piece of goddamn loot. All right. No uh, auto gold pickup. Sp- Spider-Man 2 will probably take that one. Um Best performance. Okay, this one's more interesting. This one's this one's hard. Ben Starr, Live, Final Fantasy sixteen. Cameron Montague, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, played Cal. Yep. Idris Elba, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, Phantom Liberty. Menely Libert from Alan Wake Two. Neil Newborn from Baldur's Gate Three. I believe that's Asterian. That's Asterian, yeah. And then Yuri Lothal from Marvel Spider-Man 2. I would, hands down, I think I got to give this to my boy Ben Starr. It's, it's very hard for me in this category. This category is very hard for me because I also think that Clive 
kind of sweeps. But, bro, I got to tell you, I hate Asterion with a burning passion. Like, I hate that character. I killed him like, I killed him in three different ways to make sure he stayed dead. Okay. Because I fucked up killing him the first two times. So I had to go. I I think. I mean, I, I had it now. So to be fair, I'm a little biased because I got a chance to meet Ben Starr at the uh, the event in London. Yeah. But, like, that dude had so he, much passion for the role. He is a super chill dude. Like, I remember um, there was, like, this Twitter thing that, that happened around the, the Barbie Oppenheimer thing. And so I made a Twitter post, and I tagged him, and I said, okay, now we just need Clive to say one ticket for Barbie and one ticket for Oppenheimer. And yeah, he did it. And he, did he, just, it. he just yeah. straight up filmed it and did it. So he's just like one of the coolest dudes. And I also, I loved the character. Like I love, I think, I think one 16. of my, it's amazing. There was a thing with, uh, this dude, Andy, I think he, I don't know if he does games done quick, but it's this dude I, I know on Twitter. And he had a, he had this stupid video where he's playing final fantasy 16 and he's cropped out Clive's mouth and replaced it with his own. And he's like trying to do a Clive impression and Ben Starr hops into the discord midstream and he's like, what are you doing? Andy? You <laughs> Everyone knows that's not Clive. It was small petite mustache. That's that of a creepy uncle. Nothing like my own. And I'm just like, I'm like, Oh my God, this, this is some fucking peak comedy. So I'd, I'd give it to Ben Starr. Yeah, I th- I think that Clive takes it ultimately, but like big big bet mention for uh, Neil Newborn because like the thing is, people might think because I don't like Asterion that makes it like a bad character. It's the other way around. The fact that I feel so strongly about the character means that he played that character really really well. But I should also say sorry, Neil, but my future playthroughs of Baldur's Gate three, you're getting the the friggin' the what's it called the the stake. I think I think some things are weird. Like like Idris Elba did like a fantastic job in Phantom Liberty, but it was just like Idris Elba playing Idris Elba. It felt like you know, so it's, it's, it's a little weird because I'm like, this isn't you know, like you do a great job at playing yourself, sir. I'm very like, and I he has that, he has one of those he has one of those good voices. Yeah. Not not quite like Morgan Freeman level, but very close. But it's, I don't know, I, I feel like, you know, Ben Starr acting a, a character, I think I have more appreciation for that than Idris Elba playing Idris Elba, who is this character in Cyberpunk. Yeah. So, yeah, best best luck to uh, to Clive. We hope Clive wins. But again, big honorable mention for Neil Newborn. Really, really good job with Asterion for sure. Okay, next up we have best audio design. Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4. Okay, so get Dead Space the fuck out of here and put Armored Core 6. I I would still give this, I think, to Hi- I would give it to Hi-Fi Rush here for audio. Probably, but put Armored Core 6 in there. Like, I don't care. Like, dude, you're talking about, like, a remake remake of a game that came out in, like, what, 2000 God knows when? Well, it's the same as, like, Resident Evil 4. Like, I don't even know. Yeah, Resident Evil 4, same thing. I liked both of these games. I don't know why they're in here for audio design. Same with Spider-Man. There wasn't anything about Spider-Man's audio that particularly like It was it was good. Away. It was good though. I thought it was good. I I don't I don't mind Spider-Man getting it. I don't mind I mean getting the nomination, not the the win. Uh Alan Wake what was Alan Wake 2 like? Was it any good? I mean cuz you even complained about the audio earlier in this podcast. You're like, yeah, man, the they audio kept, made me they angry kept spamming wake in my ear. Wake. Wake. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to trigger a I mean, PTSD there was some, there response. Was some, 
the the audio in the game it's if alan wake wins it's the same way that like xerxes from game of thrones would get best character because you fucking hate her like <laughs> you did an excellent job at making me despise you congrats <laughs> okay good like, job that's that's why alan wake would win but i feel like hi-fi rush just did you know no but i think fusion of audio and action i think that uh I think that Armored Core 6 definitely deserved... Don't you think that the audio in Armored Core 6 was friggin' amazing? Like, that was one of the first things that I, when I, when they were going through this category, I was like, what the hell do you mean you're not going to nominate Armored Core 6? The music yeah. is awesome. The sounds are awesome. And they're super immersive. And it's really Dude, well the, done. The, so I don't... impact when you're rushing... Boom! Dude, like, listen. The sound of a pile bunker drilling into no, something no. is... Listen, I will just tell you the best sound mixing like one of the best sounds you've heard all year okay the ice worm fight i won't miss boom bro it's so good like yeah, yeah, yeah. here's yeah. the thing hi-fi rush amazing none of these games touches that moment none of them it's 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 the the placidus x drop of armor core it's so good dude it is right, I put it, i'd put it right there with like the uh the the Safi Jiva Sapphire Star moment, yeah. The Placid Dusex sound cutout lightning nuke moment, yeah. It's, yeah. it's super well done, and it's I think it's downright disrespectful, but you know it is what it is. Well, I I would vote for Hi Fi Rush as well. It's really really good, but uh, yeah. Moving on, we have best score and music. Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Hi Fi Rush, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, so number one, Armored Core 6 could have been in here as well, easily, and potentially even Lies of P. I feel like they've, would, had, would... they've had categories where they've nominated six games. You could have put another game in here. I don't understand, what, I don't understand why that happened. But yeah, those two I would definitely mention just straight off the bat, Lies of P and Armored Core 6. Like, I really enjoyed the, the records in Lies of P, although... Technically speaking, it's not score because they don't play those records while you're playing the game. These yeah. are just things that you collect and create really good ambience. But like even just the nomination, I think would have been nice. But Armored Core 6 easily deserves to be in here. Easily. Do you agree? Disagree? I think sound in Armored Core 6. Music was pretty good, but I think there's there's like hmm. two. Like I have the, the Armored Core OST and there's like, I think four tracks that I like really vibe to with it. And the rest are, are uh, more like background music. Okay. Uh, what about Alan Wake? Do you think that the music in Alan Wake was worthy of this? They, they did have completely original music for the game, which that's not know, saying like much. <laughs> <laughs> they had completely original music. Okay. They had, they had old guards of Asgard do original like rock songs for the game. Okay. Like there's like a part at the end where they're just like performing a whole ass concert while you're fighting a bunch of shit and you're like, this is epic. And then okay. you think that's the end of the game. And then it's like, no, just kidding. We have more wake coming your way. Um, but I would still give it to 16 because so 16. Sleeps. Yep. Uh, I agree. I think so 16 is by far the best one. Even if these other two games that I was mentioning, Lies of P and when I, even if they were here, 16 should still completely just sweep this. No if, ands or buts. I will mention, though, because you didn't play um, Tears of the Kingdom all the way, the, the soundtrack of Tears of the Kingdom is very much backloaded. So, like, in the beginning, you don't hear a lot of it. 
But when you start getting to the end and then the final boss fights and stuff like that, they really crank it up and it's also very good. It's like, oh. it's still not on the, like if, if we look at this list, I would go first comes 16, second comes Baldur's Gate 3 and third comes Hi-Fi Rush. So it's still I mean, not might, on the I level might, of maybe, these. Maybe I'll finish too. So let me see if I still have. Because uh... like, it was, it was good. It was like, I re- particularly the, the final battle, I was like, whoa, this is, where was the soundtrack during the rest of, the, it, it, it was one of those moments to me that was like, where was the soundtrack during the rest of the game, bro? You guys saved everything for the end? A lot of people are never going to listen to this. And it's real. I, I thought have, it was really I good. I still have my, my Tears of the Kingdom emulation, so maybe I'll. Maybe when things slow down, I'll go back to it. Yeah, but like in here, 100% 16. But I think that Baldur's Gate 3 is also very, very good. Particularly like the music in House of Hope. Yeah, there's House of Hope is... is <laughs> that one slaps. Yeah. There's, there's, and then there's uh, Down by the River, which is the, the, crea- the character creator. And there's probably stuff that you didn't hear because you didn't play as a bard. The bard also gets its own I'm playing music. as a bard right now. Yeah. My, my co-op run, I'm playing as a bard. It's, I frequently will I'll take all my actions and then I'll and then you'll play loop, music and then I'll forget and they'll be like Bill can you in your turn and I'm like oh yeah here you go and then, <laughs> yeah. and then somebody will interrupt my playing and I'm like now nah, you fucked up yep. <laughs> it was to me to me it was usually like right before I'm about to kill a dude I was like let me sing you the song of my people boom, 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 boom. and then I kill him <laughs> it's so good dude I love that a, that's such a nice detail but yeah 16 16 sweeps soaking is a beast Nobody messes with Soken. It's that easy. Okay, next up. Best art direction. Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, again, where's Armored Core 6? Where is People it? I don't like mechs, man. Where's Armored Core? You know, you know what it is? Let me tell you what it is, cowboy. If only... Armored Core 6 was in Unreal Engine 5, it would have been <laughs> I'm never going to let that go, dude. I'm never going to let that go. Especially, would... listen, especially after like the launch of Remnant 2, which by the way, I love Remnant 2. The launch was not very good. And dude, the, the launch Fallen of Lords of the 5. Fallen. Exactly. Like, especially after those two games this year, I will never let that go. Yeah, you and know, guess, guess, guess Armored what Core 6. That wasn't, I th- wasn't that four? I think Liza P was, was in Unreal four. four. It was on four, yeah. Okay. So it was Jedi Survivor. Jedi Survivor was Unreal Engine 4 as well. But yeah. Liza P didn't have any problems. It didn't have, exactly. That's the funny yeah, thing. It was the Unreal 4 game. Yeah. Works, works fine. But, um, but yeah. I would uh, give this to Liza P, though. I think the art direction, the, the, the clockwork, Bloodborne esque design was very. I've, uh, I've mentioned like I've mentioned this in the past just so because because I know people are gonna say is we're kind of just copying cowboy no I've I've actually mentioned this in my video that I I was very impressed with not even just like the clockwork vibe but the overall art style and ambience that the game gives out I think they've done a fantastic job with the art style yeah. of that game so yeah I would I would give it to Lies of P in here as well Did you play Super Mario Bros Wonder by the way Mm-mm. It's also very good. It's very good in terms of art style. The reason I, I wouldn't give it a Legend of Zelda is like Breath of the Wild already won that like God knows how many years ago. Yeah. And this is kind of like the same in terms of art style. But again, I feel like um, Armored Core 6 should have definitely been there easily. I'm looking at my list. Hi-Fi Rush is, is really cool art, but it is. You know, st- stylistic games like that usually don't, don't take categories. But it's like, it's even not just about 
if whether or not usually they take categories, it's more like I comparing it with all of these, I would still go for Lies of P over Hi-Fi Rush, even though it looks no, yeah, good. Yeah, same. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we'd go Lies of P on here. Then next we have Best Narrative. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, Marvel Spider-Man 2. Does Alan Wake deserve this award? This nomination, I mean? I think it got a little convoluted towards the end, but the writing was pretty good. But the end, the end, I think it, it tripped on See, its own feet and fell on its face. I'm going to be, I'm going to be that guy, like a broken fucking record. Where's Armored Core 6? Armored Core <laughs> Like, you, you remember when Dude, you I'm saw sorry, those it's tweets? It's mech, mech, mech games don't have mass appeal. Like, Armored Core is my personal game of the year. I loved it. I have, right now, I have, let me see how much, how many hours I have played in Armored Core. I just, I just hosted a, a very successful tournament for Armor Core. I have almost 300 hours played in it. I love Armor Core, but mech games don't get nominated. But it's like, to me, the situation is like... Because Geoff is even... afraid that the mechs would take over his game show. No, but like, even the... Even the... God damn it. I just heard a strange noise, so I kind of lost my, track of, my train of thought for a second there. There's somebody making noise in the warehouse. I don't know. I don't know where or why. But um, I was thinking something about Armored Core Six. Oh yeah, you get, you remember the those tweets that went out from from some content creator saying that the game didn't have story. Yeah, yeah. I just blocked. I was that like, did, <laughs> I was like no, did, I'm not reading this. I'm just, I'm just wondering. Did we play the same game? Like what? What do you mean? I get in arguments with a lot of people, but takes that brain dead. I just block them and I move on. I'm like, nope, yeah. that's, I'm not engaging with you. You're too fucking dumb. Uh, you are beyond hope. Yeah. So this, this one's hard for me though. I would give it, it's between Baldur's Gate and Phantom Liberty because Phantom Liberty's narrative is like, give me wild. Give me just a minute. I'm go check that warehouse. See what's happening in the warehouse. Being attacked by warehouse goblins probably. Shout out for those warehouse goblins. Get you. So, in the warehouse, like the section that I'm on, it's got like really thin walls. And basically, my dad and my kid were kicking the ball into the walls. So I'm just like, <laughs> I'm sitting over here trying to record the podcast. And I'm like, boom, boom, boom. I was like, bro, what the hell? Stop. Like, what's wrong with you? But anyway, you were saying that uh, cyberpunk would take it for you? <sighs> Possibly, I don't know, man. Baldur's the thing with Baldur's Gate Three is there's so many narratives to explore that it's like just a monument in modern gaming, I think. But Cyberpunk's story like really fucking pulled me in. So here's Phantom the Phantom Liberty story is just super good. So here's the thing, right? 
best narrative says for outstanding storytelling and narrative development in a game, right? I love the storytelling in Baldur's Gate 3, but I don't like the story. <laughs> and that's not to say the story is bad. I think the story is fantastic. It's just not for me. The, I still yeah, want to play I would it. Give it. I would give it to Phantom Liberty. Just so I'm thinking, there were moments in Phantom Liberty where I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, but I didn't. I didn't have moments like that in Baldur's Gate. But the thing is, I would still give it to Baldur's Gate three, despite the fact that I'm not even the biggest fan of the story because of like some of the themes that they go in and and whatnot. And uh, but I just think that the way in which they tell it and all of the little stories that you get and just the absolute freedom that you get with it, where you can basically yeah. do whatever the hell you want. It's like I don't like this guy. Fuck him. I'm gonna kill him. Or oh, I yeah. like this dude. I want to make sure he doesn't die. You know, I think that is fantastic, and they do a fantastic job with it. So yeah, Baldur's Gate three would uh, take it. Uh, very, the second one for me would have been sixteen. I love the story in sixteen. Really, really good. I I love the story until the end. I didn't. I mean, I get it. It's very on par for course. Fight the god, but I think uh, I think the first two thirds of story in sixteen were better when it was still you know very Game of Thrones esque, very Inner Kingdom War. And then it's like, hey, the big bad is actually just some broke bitch that's controlled by a god. I was kind of like, mm. I think Barnabas deserved more. Mm. I think that's fair. But uh, yeah, so you'd go Cyberpunk. I would go Baldur's Gate 3. Next up, we have Best Game Direction. Oh, here comes the broken record again. Go ahead. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Bros, Legends of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. So let's see. Awarded for Outstanding Creative Vision and Innovation in Game Direction and Design. Okay, maybe, maybe I wouldn't. Maybe I wouldn't. Maybe not for this one. I think it's fine. You've, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little bit, little bit off of what I've been doing here. For Innovation and Design, I think I would give it to Legend of Zelda. And because the the sheer freedom, the freedom in coming up with your like weird fucking physics creations to overcome whatever problem is in front of you, I think that's unmatched. Despite all the other complaints I have about Zelda, the fact that you can build Godzilla if you want to fight stuff, that that's some some pretty pretty wild game design there. I would have actually liked to have seen another game on here. Remnant 2. I think the way in which they designed the game is that good. Because you start the game, you can start on one of three worlds. Each world has two stories. The amount of replayability that you can get out of that game is absolutely huge, insane. Yeah. The amount of, if you look at Remnant 2, I think a lot of people would potentially even say, oh, it's kind of like a looter shooter. The thing is, when you have a lot of looter type games... It mostly devolves into, oh, this thing gives you plus 2% of this meaningless stat. This one gives you plus 5% of some other meaningless stat, right? Whereas whenever you pick up a piece of loot in Remnant 2, that's like a build-defining, potentially a build-defining piece of loot. Well, whether I mean, it's there, there, are, there are those 2% stat boosts in Remnant 2 as well. Very rarely. Like, very oh, rarely. Oh, you have a ton of them. The relics that you connect to your heart. Okay, I'm talking about... 2.71893% I'm talking about, like, because that's relic stuff. I wasn't even worrying about... I'm talking about, like, rings, guns, 
yeah, that stuff, those them. those are build defining whenever you pick them up. The relic yeah, stuff. I think to that's, me is that's just. I think that's just par for course on games like that. You want, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but, you know, I think that for me, if that game was in here, that would have taken it. Uh, I agree with you on the Zelda thing, but I would probably still give it for Baldur's Gate three. Because of the sheer amount, and because like you have a lot of ways in which you can solve things in Zelda, true. Yeah. You also have a ton of ways in which you can solve things in Baldur's Gate, like Barrel Nancy. No, you can. Like, yeah, Baldur's. I mean, it's it's hard. Like Baldur's Gate. I think I, I think I would my, the reason Baldur's I give Gate. it to to Zelda over Baldur's Gate here. I think the changes to the physics system with like the hand and making whatever the hell you want in Zelda, I think, was a bigger step between. The first Zelda game, the second one, it was compared massive. to yeah. compared to the jump we saw from like say Divinity, Divinity Original Sin two to Baldur's Gate three. I think you know Baldur's Gate three has. I think there's more there's more jumps in terms of story changes. Like you can you can kill a lot more people, or sneak, or brute force, or throw your rogue friend through the door, or whatever the case is. But the the gameplay itself still follows that same. You know what methodology. You've convinced me. I'm going to go with Legend of Zelda as well. Yeah, I agree. Because, like, I, I wasn't looking now, now at people it can't from... say people can't say I'm a Nintendo hater any longer. I gave, <laughs> I gave Zelda one. No, but it's like, um, I didn't think of it in terms of, like, Divinity Original Sin. But, like, yeah, if you bring Divinity Original Sin 2 and the things that I'm looking at, you make a good point. The thing that they've definitely innovated in is the way in which they tell the story, the outcomes, and the camera yeah. angles that you get for the storytelling. But yeah, in terms of like raw creative stuff that you can do with gameplay, then yeah. And and it's interesting because it also goes to, to all those people that said Tears of the Kingdom is just a DLC. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, that's always been even even yeah. despite my complaints, I've always thought those people are morons. Yeah. So next up we have the last category. Game of the year. Of the year. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, first question. This one's going to be predictable for you. Does Alan Wake 2 deserve to be here? No, it does not. Absolutely not. Okay, well, there we go. There you have it. So, Baldur's... Uh, I, also, Alan I also think Resident Evil 4 doesn't. I had a, a hot take on Twitter, but I think, I think remakes should be in their own category. Yep, I agree. I think I think Resident Evil 4 was a 5 out of 5 game. I think it's phenomenal. It's my favorite Resident Evil to date. I also don't think it's fair to compare a game with an established setting and story and characters who we have nostalgia and love for to brand new IPs that took a risk, like Baldur's Gate 3. Yep, agreed. I don't think... Uh, I think that remakes should get their own category, so it could be there with i think the problem with that is that sometimes you don't have enough remakes in a year to fill up that category oh make it re remakes and remasters i don't care Whatever. yeah something like either, that. either way i mean baldur's gate 3 sweeps this for me yep baldur's gate 3 sweeps but i would have liked to have seen a nomination for armored core 6 and remnant 2 but yeah, i mean my, my armored core 6 2. is my that's my personal game of the year yeah. i think i think from from a, a review perspective and i think from what it offers i do think baldur's gate 3 is a a more proper game of the year winner but in terms of like what i played the most this year and what i enjoyed the most this year nothing came close to armor core three three armor core six <laughs> i'm bad no. with numbers man yeah, I'm bad. Yeah. 
No, but uh, yeah, I agree. I think we take out Alan Wake 2 and Resident Evil 4, put in uh, Armored Core 6 and Remnant 2. I would have also liked to have seen, uh, I would have put Final Fantasy 16 above Spider-Man 2 personally. Um, yeah, I think I so. I think that, that would have been an easy one as well. And for me, my personal game of the year is going to go to Remnant 2. I like Remnant 2 that much. It's, it's just really, really good. Like I could actually just boot it up right now and play it some more because I, I still haven't done everything. I haven't gotten everything. It's that good. It's a really good friggin' game. Like I said, I did the apocalypse mode run and I did the hardcore mode run, which I never do hardcore runs on games. I did a hardcore yeah, run I, for Remnant I, I can't too. do hardcore runs. They, they are uh, too sweaty for me. I'm not a big like challenge challenge run guy though. I mean, it's it's not that hard. It's just a matter of getting lucky. <laughs> it's a matter of planning yeah. and getting lucky. But uh, yeah, I, I would have definitely taken it for Fremden um, Two. But uh, with the games that we have here, I think it's an easy win for Baldur's Gate Three, and I think they deserve Ooh. it too because they've done a fantastic job with the game. I think they 100% deserve it, and I think that they will actually win it too. They better, cause dude, if Alan Wake Two wins, I'm I'm gonna be oh, kind of oh my god, I'm gonna be I mad, be... cause like we've talked about. I I haven't played Alan Wake. I'm not a fan of Alan Wake, but I've asked you, cause you liked Alan Wake One and you played the game, and you're telling dude, me, dude, like, I, I liked it so much. I went back and I played the DLC, the old ass DLC, cause I wanted more yeah. of it. So so it's like you even said that in a lot of these categories, it doesn't even deserve to be there. So I'm just like, so. bro, what the hell. But anyways, guys, that is our uh, game of the year discussion. Uh, we will have another podcast after the game awards because to talk about who won and to talk about the games that are coming out next year. But I did tell you that I had one more thing to tell you. I got, I got one more thing too. Okay, go ahead. So it's flown under the radar for a lot of people. December 1st, Dragon Quest Monsters 3 drops. Is that any and good? You, uh, they have a free demo on the eShop, and I've already clocked 20 hours in the demo because it lets me carry Damn. eight monsters over to the main game. Wait, game on the is, eShop? You're going to play it on the Nintendo Switch? It's only on the Switch. <laughs> That's how excited I am for this game. I'm Damn. busting out the Switch. <laughs> it's like, well, the thing is, so we've talked about like Pokemon before and how I feel that, that you know, Game Freak just kind of drags their dick in the dirt. In oh, yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Upgrading. Dude. Pokemon it's is like, terrible. Ima imagine, imagine a Pokemon game, but if it was actually good. It's closer to like Shimigami it's, Tensai. It's called, you, it's called you, Monster Hunter Stories 2. I've said yeah, the exact yeah. same thing. Anyway, it's like Pokemon yeah. if it was good. Yeah, check out check out Dragon Quest Monsters. Play the demo, and you're going to be like, oh, fuck. Because the whole thing is it's, it's like Shimigami Tensai in the sense that you catch monsters, and then you keep fusing them to make bigger, scarier monsters. And there's even like unique fusions you can do. So like right now I have this thing called like uh, Mech Hunter. It's like it has like a sword, a saber on one hand and like a crossbow arm on the other. And it gets like two attacks per turn. And it's like a 10 step fusion process to get to this thing. But like Holy back in the crap. back in the day, I played the originals back on like Game Boy. And like you could fuse all the way up to like uh, Nocturnus, who's like typically the final boss in Dragon Quest games. So eventually you're like, OK, my party is made of a uh, metallic golden gem slime who is immune to pretty much every damage. Uh, we have the Dark God of the Dragon Quest series, and here's the Dragon of Eternal Time, and this is my party. <laughs> <laughs> seems been, reasonable. Uh, like nobody, nobody seems to be aware it's coming out, and I'm I'm super super excited for it. 
I don't know. It's like the Pokemon games. I only really ever played the in the in those style is Dragon Monster, uh, Dragon Monster, Dragon Fuck Monster Hunter Story. I think it's where you know we're com- we're coming up on December. It's a relatively slow time. Yeah. You need a good cozy game to sit in bed and play on the Switch. And Dude, you am baby. I'm uh I'm playing Guild Wars two right now. That's what I'm. That's I, after you game. were talking about it, I went and looked at gameplay of it, and it reminds me of uh like OG WoW, like. Not like WoW Classic, but like WoW when it first released with the goofy-ass character models. No, 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 no. Guild Wars 2? No, I think, I think you're, you're mistaking it. But anyway, listen. This is, this is, there's a video from one year ago. It looks super potato-y. That's probably because I mean, that person's playing it with crappy graphics. It doesn't look all right, that here bad. here we go. Guild Wars 2, this one's seven months ago. It has some edgy character. Let's see. Looks like edgy looking character, like a human. No, probably like a char. Or no, something. this 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 still looks very. Well, I mean, look. Scrolled out. It is like it is like a 2012 game, and people play it like all zoomed out and stuff, which is not what I'm doing. It's just a super chill game to play through. It's because I'm in my MMO MMO mode right now. I feel like playing MMOs. Like I'm gonna jump into the whole season of discovery thing in World of Warcraft, which is a terrible idea. I haven't. I've heard a lot of people hyping it up, but I've nothing. I know nothing about it. What season of Discovery? Yeah. Uh, so imagine classic WoW, except okay. some things are going to be different. Like for instance, you can pick up a special rune that you put in your pants, and now your warlock can tank. You can pick a special rune that you put in your gloves, and now your mage can heal. That's kind of like some of the new things that can happen in it. And when wait, when is this coming out though? Wait, 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 wait. And uh the level cap is twenty-five for the first couple of weeks, and they're making a new raid uh at level twenty-five. Looks like this releases November thirtieth. Yes, November thirtieth. So that's gonna collide with your Dragon Quest monster situation. I'm gonna I mean, I'm I, gonna I, play I, it. I could I could potentially be persuaded to join you in this effort. Dude, well, no, but this depends, no, you Rory. Are you, you are you a filthy fucking alliance member? See, I, I already knew this. Like, listen. You disgust me. I love dwarves. Yeah, okay? you like that chubby little dwarf cock. I know. Don't <laughs> tell me anymore. That's funny. I used to. I used to play no, alliance like, listen, back in the day. No, back no, in the listen. day, I played alliance. Okay, and then I went to horde, and I was like, you know what? Our city layout may not be as good. But the player base on the horde side is infinitely better. Oh no! Let me let me just tell you. Let me just tell you right there. Like alliance, they always turn war mode off. Like it, I'm an alliance dude, and I want to have war mode on, and it always ends up with there being like five hordes on top of me, and there might be another alliance member leveling nearby. He won't even flinch, dude. He'll get on his mountain run. All right. Like they don't even try fighting, so I I understand. I can, but the thing is, I like dwarves. Like, listen. But the 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 biggest thing though is, we can't play together because you're on North America and I'm on EU. Rip. They still they still uh they don't have uh cross region realms. That technology is too advanced. <laughs> but anyway, that's not the news that I wanted that I was talking about. I bought a PC. To have at home. Just for? So that I can, so that I'm no longer just like everything that comes out. I'm like, well, I have to play it on console because I'm half PC. But 
This part you're not going to like. I, I went Team Red again, bro. I can't do it. Like, bro, listen. Let me tell you something, okay? Do you know how much a 4090 costs? I know. Isn't that just the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard? You're telling me that for the price of a 4090, I can buy two of the top tier cards from AMD? Does this seem reasonable? No, it doesn't, but... AMD it's ridiculous. Is also a potato. Actually, no, I just logged no, in. No. Apparently, apparently, Blizzard updated the. There's a Battle.net app now instead of the Authenticator app. I think it says the Authenticator app is going away, and it's like you need to get the Battle.net app. But the Battle.net app re relied required me to use the Authenticator to log in. I don't know, dude. Why are you even logging into WoW right now, dude? Are you just, you, you I'm, just I'm just wanted to. I just wanted to see what kind of characters I had. <laughs> I just want to see what I had. I just want to take a look. All of my characters are dwarves. It's not hard. <laughs> it's like I, my main really was a warrior. Are. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't play other races. I just play dwarf. Like that's the thing. Like that's the reason why I want to play World of Warcraft is because name me one current MMO that has dwarves on it. Just one. Uh, I don't, I don't play. No, you MMOs. can't. Yeah, you no, you can't name them because they don't exist. It's World of Warcraft, and then there's like Lord of the Rings, which. You were complaining about the visuals on Guild Wars 2. Wait until you see Lord of the Rings online. <laughs> I, can't even, I can't even log into battle. I got to figure out this stupid fucking app. Yeah, dude. Gonna... But uh, I got, I got a, a new PC uh, so that I can actually have a, a PC at home now. That thing was expensive as hell. But if I had put a 4090 on it, it would have been twice the price. It's ridiculous. Like, I'm sorry. I, want, I wanted to get a 4090 real bad, dude. But it's like, pff, I've heard that... Uh, ATI are doing better with their um, with their video encoder though, so I'll get to test that out. Hopefully, it does better. Yep, hopefully it I'll, does. I'll see if I'll see if the boys are going to play this, this season of Discovery because I'll need something that just eat up stream time. Oh yeah, that 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 would probably be perfect for stream. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's the stuff that I'm uh, that I'm working on. I'm more I'm more interested in. Uh, working on a couple of podcasts and going on a, on a new series right now. I'm like, I'm, I'm acclimating at the, at the calmness right now. Cause it was too much this year, dude. Need to chill out, but uh, it'll be interesting to talk after the, the game awards because I've been looking up all of the games that are coming out next year. And it'll be interesting to see how many of these get a release date. How, how many the of them awards. actually get. Yeah. 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 I expect it to be, be pretty wild yeah there's a bunch some, there's a bunch of stuff like i have some. a whole last big list of stuff that's coming out you're gonna play hell divers by the way it looks like it could be fun yeah it's a shame it's so close to granblue fantasy reeling listen you gotta play that i'm telling you that's gonna be worth it it's gonna be worth your time granblue fantasy reeling dude i will check it out all right okay team that's going to be it. There's going to be links to cowboy stuff in the description below. You're going to be playing uh, Dragon Quest Monsters pretty soon on your channel, I assume, right? Yeah, you're, you're goddamn right I am. That's what you can expect. And uh, yeah, we'll reconvene after the Game Awards at some point to talk about the future and all of that stuff. But for now, that's it. We'll see you guys in the next one. Stay strong. Stay safe. Peace, Peace out. out.